Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. Mm. NFL Week 3 recap, Chris Kyle Macon. We're going to talk a whole bunch of NFL football. And as per usual, we've got the Athletics' Nicole Auerbach to recap the college football slate from Week 4. But first, the big NFL games. Chris Kyle and Macon go in-depth on the Bills, Dolphins, Colts, Chiefs, and Packers, Bucks. Each of these guys notice something different from each one of these games. We go in-depth there. And then we recap the rest of the NFL Week slate and jump into Miller Lite mentions. We go through best plane ride, worst plane ride, hollow man, viewing party, game ball, all of it. You know it by now. And then Nicole Auerbach, she talks about some narrow victories and her gripe with the most recent top 25 list. Line today, Kyle. The CBS College Football Jingle. Iconic, but doesn't get my juices flowing like the NFL. What a hot today. take that is! I can't even hear the. No offense to your your. By the way, you're very good at your job. You're great. I watched. Thanks. I watched you yesterday. He's you're got. Great. The, he's up at the telestrator. He's like John Madden in the flesh. Thank you. In guys. a studio. I have fun doing it. Fun. I can tell. Thomas Davis, I'm Shine, out of my comfort, Trask, I'm out of my comfort JJ. zone. Yeah, all those guys. Shout out to CBS Sports. Uh, check us out on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. CBS Sports, that other pregame show. Watch your back, Strahan. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know. He's uh, he's pretty good at his job. Jimmy Johnson, where's your six? <sighs> you are good, though. I was sitting there watching. The kids wanted to watch you and all that stuff, so... That's yeah, awesome. you're you're good, but uh, but you're wrong about that jingle. That mm. jingle is elite. And when you hear Gary Danielson and fucking uh, Nestler and yeah, we were reminiscing Vern about Burn. I like the old Bubba Sparks ESPN College Game Day intro where he would mix it up and tailor it for each week. Right? They yeah. travel somewhere and we're coming. But you like that better than the day. CBS jingle. I do, probably because of when it was in my life. I remember that a lot of the guys in this room were part of an NCAA college football league that took place at our house That's as right. kids. And you, right. were, you were the commish. You two were probably the commishes. And uh, yeah, I remember hearing that music and watching college football, watching you play. It would yeah. always be watching College Game Day. So yeah, that, I played in the Bubba Sparks 
Works era. That music, uh, ACC football, music Raycom, gets me going. Raycom. Say with the pilot, Chris. Chris held back from being uh, <sighs> from being <laughs> disrespectful <laughs> there, but uh, I'm I'm with him with what he was about to say. I can't hear the CBS or Fox or NBC for that matter, any of those pregame jingles. But CBS college football. Oh man, when those horns when those horns roll out on a on a Saturday afternoon, see ninety thousand fine Southerners <laughs> waving pom poms and shit, drunk people. That gets me going. That gets my juices flowing, dude. I like the tweet we see every Saturday Bunch morning unpaid, from Kirk Herbstreit. Unpaid Street, amateur look, athletes. Lee Corso says, "Morning, yeah. sweetheart." I yeah. love that every every Saturday. That's what I do like. Yeah. Shout out to Lee Corso. Uh, layup line, well, we did c- CBS song, but I would do the House of the Rising Sun because I feel like I just stumbled out in the street and the light's hurting my eyes and I'm a little lighter in the pockets after this weekend. And, you know, like New Orleans is part of the problem. I Yeah, I'm not betting New Orleans anymore. I'm about ready. There's a lot that I'm about ready to say like I'm just wrong about, you know, this season already. There's a lot I'm ready to say I'm right about, but... The, the stuff that you're wrong about really makes you feel like an idiot at your job. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's healthy. We had to apologize for some of our takes on our show this past weekend. What was your and worst I, take? I had to apologize because I was so sold on Justin Fields after watching him play in a celebrity softball game this offseason. <laughs> I made yeah. a tweet declaring my my independence from the Jay Cutler fandom and yeah. Trubisky. I said, I'm a Justin Fields guy now. Yeah. He's handcuffed. Stuff like that. I'm just dead wrong about. Ready for a stat here? <laughs> Probably not. I wrote this bad boy down. The Bears have 23 pass completions through three games. Dude, it's bad. They were running like draws on third and long. You know, it, it's not raining anymore. It was windy, and I'm a little bit. I hey, uh, the wind really disappointing it's the wind, this weekend. Windy city. Well, I mean, it was it was a gusty city. We had gusts in the 20s. I bet the uh, the under in that game, and you know, Davis Mills. Well, really, the the running backs. We'll talk about that game. In a little. Yep. Fuck well, it, we'll do it live. Let's talk about that game right now. Dude. More, more like O'Harrowing Descent International Airport <laughs> <laughs> with all the wind. You know, it's actually about the the politicians. The, you keep the windy how many times have you told that one? I think that's the second time. <laughs> yes. Don't tell me I'm not listening. Uh, <laughs> No, I mean, like, that was a fucking Campbell's Chunky Soup game, man. It was, like, early for a Chunky Soup game, man. It was it was 20, 25-mile-per-hour wins. It was two really good backs. Yeah, I was going to ask you, the first thing I was going to ask you today is, are we off the Justin Fields bandwagon? I'm not off the Justin Fields bandwagon nice, because like I have little... excessive pride. It's called hubris, some yeah. may call it, and yeah. it's going to end up killing me one day. But I will say this, Justin Fields, just let it fly. I mean, everybody... Oh, he's letting it fly I, No, like I, I need, I need to just see more and more... Fuck it, throws. Yeah, because you're in that. You're two and one. You shouldn't be two and one, but you are. First place. Mm-hmm. Um, go throw some fuck it throws out there. There's a lot of Bears fans who are saying, "What's going on with our quarterback? We thought this was the franchise guy, and then seemingly he can't hit a the broadside of a barn." Um, well, the Bears fans have practice at this. But I will say this: the offensive line issues that yeah. they were making, there was much ado about this off season. And you know, one of the names, Sam Mustafer, was one of the names that people hated to see in the starting lineup. He's been a great part of this line. He can play any of the interior three spots. They had one eighty, I think it was one fifty and two tuds from Khalil Herbert after David Montgomery went down. That's the big part. I David mean, Montgomery is like, a huge part of that offense. Yeah. Kansas um, Jayhawk Khalil Herbert. Catches the ball. Not ranked, Kansas Catches Jayhawks. the ball, Talk runs the ball. Back about that later. So, I mean, they're not throwing the ball, but they can run the ball. Um, so, my panic meter isn't very high on the Bears, but 
they need to. Why find, would you panic about a team that's not making the they playoffs? They need. Kyle? They need to find out how to get Justin Fields more confident because he's he's regressing right now. I do want to say this, um, and uh, spoiler alert: my San or my St. Louis Memorial Award uh, is going to Roquan Smith. He almost didn't play. He recorded 16 tackles. Okay, that 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 can be a meaningless stat, but it is a volume stat, especially if you you are a game time decision. He's a guy that was almost traded, right, or asked to be traded. He was unhappy, but he really personifies that Bears defense more than anybody. Um, stepped in front of uh, a Davis Mills pass at the end of the, the ball game to set up the win. And I don't know, that was a bad pass, but you know, I feel like Rex Burkhead could probably give a little body position there. Which one are you talking about? The the pick six, the death now one, no, or the, the one before? Six, the one, the one that set up the the game winning kick. Okay, that was tipped. It was. It was it tipped. It was tipped. Yeah, it was yeah. tipped at the line. Um, yeah. But either way, Burkhead, he's just standing there, and, and yeah. Smith makes a great play. Smith makes a great play. Like some things are like really bad throws, but some things are like Roquan Smith was over there when the ball was thrown. Like, and he got here in a hurry. He's, um, he's so he's so straight line speed. He's so instinctive. He sees so well. And when he's right, like you're saying, he is the archetypical Chicago Bears middle-of-the-field linebacker because he can it's get fun. downhill like Erlacher and make plays sideline to sideline. He's got ball skills. And yeah. then I'm going to go with uh, with my STL memorial for Eddie Jackson, a guy that I, I called him out for yep. being on a milk carton. Yep. And uh, he had, what do you have, uh, the, the game-winning pick off of a tip. And uh, he's making plays. He's getting his hand on the football. He, he made a name for himself getting the hand on the football. He's doing it again. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. When you see Eddie Jackson, who made a big play in San Francisco, big pick in that game. He had a pick in the end zone, Vildor on the tip, and then also forced a fumble in, on Damian Pierce. Like you know, that didn't end up killing him. Um, but these are you know these are plays that if you make them in volume, you're going to end up with the football more often than not. And uh, Eddie Jackson playing well. Roquan Smith playing well. Um, I don't know. Pretty pretty long segment about the Chicago Bears. Here now that we've led show. with the marquee game from yeah. Sunday. Yeah, pretty much. Bears-Texans. Let me tell you about my America's team. Yeah. Well, can I go week. first? I'd hate for you to tell me I copied you. Mine, you know, my, 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 one of mine is the Chicago Bears. That okay, was, okay, that good, was good, just good, a segue. Got it, but, got it, got but, it, got nah, it. you got hit them. You hit them. No, you got, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go one and one. Okay. Chicago Bears, two and one, first place. Bad. They're bad. They're they're not good. Yeah. And um, there's a there's a lot to say about uh, you know results. You, you hear a lot about uh, the process. You know, don't focus on the result. Focus on the journey. Focus on the process. We're building something here. Yeah. Bears are more like nah. Well, look at us. We're gonna get to two and one in first place, and uh, we'll see you at five and twelve later in the season. But for now, look at us. Give us our flowers. Here's what I forgot, Damian Pierce. Real quick, two fumbles yesterday. Got to watch out for that. My rookie of the year pick, Damian Pierce. Well, yeah, who was outshined by Khalil Herbert yesterday. Eighty yards in a tud. I mean, he was he yeah. looked good, but he can't put the ball on the ground. Um, okay, sure. you're number one. They're they're gonna be my number five. I'm gonna oh, go five. Number five. One. Okay, yeah. got it. Mm -hmm. My number five, uh, Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. Yep, yep. Uh, once rivals, now uh, crying while holding hands together. Neither of them American. That's true. But uh, but I just wanted to claim them. Love fest. Uh, Rafa and Fed lost in the third set breaker. And they lost in that doubles match. Yeah, boy, they buried the fuck out of league on uh, the lead on Sports Center, didn't they? They were just like, look at this, and well, they were hence, both crying. Hence yeah. the 
hence the tearful goodbye they, they, they lost, they lost. <laughs> uh, do you think they would have not cried had they won i just thought they were emotional they wouldn't have done the ceremony yeah. it's okay to cry as a man but when you sit next to another guy and you're both crying it really it looks it's a tough scene here's some inside baseball yeah uh doubles is is a lot different than singles and those yeah. cats don't play doubles so yeah. not a tell. not a major surprise so why go out that, with doubles they went down well because fed can't move around that's the whole point yeah. of the retirement it's the elephant in the room yep yep yeah. his knee doesn't work anymore oh, but he Swiss made it cheese. out he made it out uh healthy okay and um hey hey if you can if you can laugh think and cry that's a full day that's one hell of a day america's teams yeah okay so i was just crying i was just fucking crying trying to have a full day just crying i think all this day. is kind of low-hanging fruit but the president's cup uh max homa again two weeks yeah. in a row making the show he's becoming a recurring guest on Greenlight. thanks for joining us max homa americans america's team everybody loves him did we win did we win the president's cup <laughs> we always win that we're kind of undefeated in in everything uh alabama again uh, absolutely dominant that's how we should be doing it absolutely dominant performance yeah. 55 to 3 against an in-conference opponent vanderbilt they're supposed to be smarter than us uh -huh. but guess what we got bigger weaponry at alabama uh -huh. usa yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So moving the on. Here is, take is your, out of control. Take for... your brains and shove them. <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame, they prayed more before this game. They beat UNC. Yeah, okay, back on it. We sucked last week, but Notre Dame, by God, we're back this by week. By God. They beat the Tar Heels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Okay. Moving on. I'm going to let Reed do this one. The James Madison See, University. They're in my top five, too. Are you Dukes fan or are you not? Go Dukes. Yeah, they, what a they, win, too. So it and is. Playing the clock at the end. We were sweating a little bit, but we got a ton. Credit where credit's due. They unseed uh, America's team from well. last week. Yeah, unranked as they should be. Wow. And, and my, my winner for America's team this week is the Kent State Golden Flashes because there's nothing more American than going up against superior firepower and giving it everything you got. And I'll tell you what, those Kent State Golden Flashes, they showed up to play against George Bulldogs. They when covered. do we go up against superior firepower? Yeah, I thought firepower. we had the most firepower. You guys ever heard about the Revolutionary War? You ever hear about it? Oh, yeah, we had to get War. here yeah. on the on the fucking foundation set by those yeah. guys. Mel Gibson did that for us, <laughs> and we're here now to be Alabama Crimson But Mel Gibson Tide. was fighting a bunch of other Mel Gibsons, bro. Yeah, well. They all had little round bullets. Artist and interpretation, okay? I want to show you a present-day bar they chart. They got water breaks as they were reloading. <laughs> I feel like that was a pretty good America's team. Yeah, no. What was it? That was dope. I think you went with uh, Kent State yeah. covering 45. Yeah. It's actually fairly close. Uh, There's definitely a Notre Dame in there. Okay. Uh, Max Homa, I think, made the cut. President's That's Cup. Interesting. America versus the world. Okay. Okay. What, do, you, do you want to go four through one, or I'll go four through one? In Alabama. One, I just feel like we're going to have some overlap. In Alabama, we're not. Okay, good. Go four. Okay. Uh, joining the Chicago Bears, uh, Middle Tennessee. They go That's down. My, God damn it, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, they're my four. You want to you wanna go, go ahead. Here, we'll it. tag team it. Here, same time. Three, two, one. Beat Miami. Beat Miami, and that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, I get the naps in the group chat. You're not in the group chat. Oh, uh, naps. We because got a Miami guy. Because of naps. We got a Miami guy who left the group chat for, because of the monarchy, and now he's back to call me. He's complaining. What's going on down in Miami? Miami fans, respectfully, are awful. The worst. 
And so now that they're two and two <laughs> and they it. take it on the chin to Middle Tennessee at home, that's that's a beautiful thing to me. Nothing more American than the middle of the state of Tennessee. And not just, and we we've been to Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, like I barely escaped Murfreesboro. We we seventeen sixteen, I think we beat them. That's I'm hanging on to college football. But uh, th- those fucking guys are tough. They're really tough there. They don't usually travel as well. So Miami, this is this is a bad look for y'all. Five thousand people in the stands. This is a bad look for and y'all. And FSU's four and zero. You but, know the state of Florida. That you know they're freaking it, out a little it's bit. It's a perfect time for for Miami fans, the U, to be like, we like pro football more here. Mm, right. It's a perfect <laughs> a time for a pivot. You know what I mean? Just wait until we build our spaceship in Coral Gables. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, three. Shout out to the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Now yes. I know you escaped. Speaking of escaping yeah. with the Clemson Tigers money line, of, yeah. among other things, uh, I felt bad for the Deeks. Uh, this this had the potential to be a, a really special season. Still could be. Sam Hartman's playing. They looked good. They had uh, they had every right winning that ball game and and didn't in the end. And Clemson for me has become really freaking annoying. That. That that coach annoys the hell out of me. Running down the hill first, and then, oh my and god, then he has to. He's like my kid. Field. He's running down the hill before his player. My and kids he, have to run. They're at the age where they have to do every fucking thing first, dude. They, they're running down the stairs first. They're 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 tripping each other. They're falling down the stairs. They're hurting each other. And then he turns to give his guys low fives, and oh wait, they're twenty yards away because I sprinted this far. Well, in his defense, he does get the paid. He does get paid the most. On yeah, the team. that's true. So, mm-hmm. Wow, that's true. Most money should be done the hill first. Right? Yeah, Good that point. hill looks like that hill looks treacherous to me. Agreed. Like there's something worse that, than Scott Stadium's hill. Well, we don't have to run down it. But if and I think it is steeper and longer. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, Howard's I, rock. Is yep, that what it is? You got it, Frank Howard. They rub his rock. They rub that rock every week. They rub that thing. My shiny. kids are acting like Dabo. Yeah. We got the Dabo rule. Dabo's in my house. Like, like you don't kids. have to run. You don't have to run. You don't have to be first to everything. Be first at the shit that matters. Waylon will loaf around the soccer field and then beat his brother to the kitchen. I said that to him yesterday. I was like, "Why don't you run on the soccer field?" What did he say? He just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Deeks? I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. The Toronto Blue Jays are one of my America's teams. <laughs> 86 and 67 they're uh they're about two and a half games clear of um missing the playoffs which is a weird way to say that they're number one in the wild card with about 10 games to play you know the usual suspects vlad jr bo bachette uh, they're my guys we're only a year removed from my keeping their record in my twitter thing (laughs) what happened to that well, nobody cared nobody ever, so cared. I, I let it go, but I didn't make it the entire year. Uh, we are going to be back in the playoffs and, and making noise. We're going to bounce those those New York Yankees in their, in their stupid ru- – oh, oh, Roger Maris, cool, man. You know who so, my home run king is? His name is Barry Bonds. Yeah, I'm His in agreement Barry with Lamar you. Bonds. I'm in agreement with you. Golly, the greatest damn. hitter by, The greatest hitter by a wide margin in MLB history. Well, okay. 
Can I say this about Aaron Judge? Get the fuck off my TV when I'm trying to sweat Clemson. For sure. I love like, it. The I guy love the just, Aaron Judge He's chase. hovering. He's like, he's like Jason. I'm going to throw my pen down right now for this because what? I'm disappointed in you guys. We grew up in the era of the home run chase. We grew up in the era of Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa. I'm working in New York City. Every cab that I'm in, everybody on the street corner is talking about Aaron Judge. Every newspaper... Aaron Judge, the race to whatever the fuck. I think it's the coolest thing ever, honestly. And I don't follow baseball like I used to. And I'm a baseball guy. But this is me. I live me in Charlottesville in. and I'm tired but of this it. But this has tuned me into baseball. I think it's great. People always say we need to grow the game of baseball. Like, you shrink the time. You yeah. know, increase the, the pop culture. This is it. We're looking at it. Remember, like, a month ago, we were like, uh, we were like, let's talk about Aaron Judge today. And everybody was like, why are we talking about Aaron Judge? That's perfect example, though. Yeah. Now, that Pujols guy, I can get behind that guy. And here, I and, love that, and, too. He, and here's the Pujols thing, because that was magical, man. Like, two dongs in the, in the first couple innings there. We're still on America's team here, so you don't lose your place. But... Um, this guy's, you know, parking dongs. He's got six ninety nine, and before I know it, it's seven hundred. Mm-hmm. And I'm TV thinking to myself, Plus. like my viewing party might be being a St. Louis resident and being in one of those bars. You know, Kingston, you spent time in St. Louis bars. They're a fun place. Imagine being in a bar like Ob Clark. Shout out to Ob Clark's and watching that with a bunch of St. Louisans. The problem was, and I don't know. You guys tell me. The game was on Apple TV. Do bars get Apple TV? If you're in St. Louis, you can watch that game locally, yeah? It's a big enough deal in St. Louis that they would get Apple TV just to get that game, yeah. That's you can a great go to sports the Best town. Buy and buy an Apple TV and pop it on. Bro, it's so complicated to me. It is, it is. But a lot yeah. of people at home probably missed out. Shout out so to sucks. my wife for setting that up for me. And everywhere. a no-doubter. You my don't want to, like, like Mark McGuire hit that ball like like I hit the softball home run the other day. It just kind of, like, grazed the top of the fence. Congrats. Vintage Pujols. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. I hit a dong. It's awesome. Yeah, wasn't that great? But um, but great point, Aaron Judge at the Aaron, short porch. Well, I'm yeah, it, I could get. To I'm 61. talking about poo holes. I know, I know, yeah, in a hurry. I know, in a fucking hurry. Yes. So you did? Do you done with your America's team? And my guys? final America's okay. team, the Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> Whoop pig! Great call. They uh, they lost the game, but they're gonna win this week. Don't care. America is all about diversity, mm-hmm. inclusion, mm-hmm. representation. Mm-hmm. And and Woo Pig, we got a white cornerback. Nice. Number 17. His name is uh, Hudson Clark. Just very white. And Hudson, dude. Hudson Clark. Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good name. Uh, name of the, the ODU pup. Yeah. Um, uh, Jason Seahorn. Like, I can't remember the last one. That's really it, and it's 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 eerily quiet in here. Adam Archuleta. No, no, you guys are welcome to my world. Uncomfortable my world. It's fucking sucks. Hearing about a white quarterback is uncomfortable. I understand that people at home are probably uncomfortable, but this cat was out there, quick twitching and flipping his hips and defying the odds. Yes, I played with two white safeties, Chris Conti, and I played against Arch. But those don't count. count. Little different. Those don't not count. Yeah, Yeah, white safety. It happens. You know, they're out there. And it's like, hey, look at that. I was hanging out with Harrison Smith's cousin this week. Yeah. Who, by the way, Eric Weddle was in my wedding. Like stuff like that. Shout out to Harrison Smith's cousin. I'm not going to dox him, but Eric Weddle was in your wedding. (laughs) Well, that was how good of coverage Eric Weddle had as a white safety. I was hanging out with with Harrison Smith's uh, cousin, and I actually I wanted to, to mention this. Was at a dinner party with the guy. He's a great guy, tall guy. I don't want to dox him and give you his name, but the guy hates overtime, hmm. college overtime. Says there should be ties. 
Oh. Mm. Worst take I've heard at a dinner party. <laughs> yeah, I told him that to his face. And it just I do him. get a little nostalgic when you see like the, the early 90s records. Oh, that team was... Seven, three, and two. <laughs> yeah, no. Wow. No, I don't like that. I want. I wait. Let's. 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 But I think we have. Let's do forward. it live, dude. Yeah. yeah. We so, moved the game forward. So you got Arkansas number one. Woo pig. I got. I got five. Uh, I've got Federer and Dahl, big mm. tennis fan here, and then four, uh, Middle Tennessee State. Uh, we'll go three JMU, the Dukes, because it makes me happy when when dudes uh, on set are happy, and uh, they're one of the best teams in Virginia. I'm not saying they're the best team in Virginia; they're one of them. I'll say it. You you think JMU is the best team in the state of Virginia? This right weekend now. they were. They're almost top twenty five. We a lost to ra- possibly ranked Syracuse. And Syracuse, respectfully isn't good okay so <laughs> I mean, they are just uh, my top two bad. this is setting up for a big weekend the tailgate uh, event the 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 uh, the legends tailgate in philly this weekend get your ticket if you haven't the chris long foundation website um bo allen's gonna be there oh if the hurricane doesn't keep him in florida he called me this week this week he's like uh he's like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to make your thing there's a hurricane coming i'm like what like in a week like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna blow off the charity for a hurricane? Your car doesn't work? Start driving, Bo. Uh, I got Jags two and I got Eagles one, and they play each other this weekend. The America Bowl in Philadelphia. Good call. The second most important that's gonna be awesome. football game in Philadelphia. Jags and Eagles first. were receiving votes for me. Yeah, yeah they yeah. got to receive votes. I mean, these teams are fucking exciting as hell, and they're like, um, and you know, you get the Doug Peterson storyline this weekend. Game. So Doug Peterson revenge game. Um, I feel like Doug Peterson got revenge just by watching the Eagles beat up Carson Wentz this weekend. I mean, we'll, let's talk about that one real quick. Yep. More, uh, more sacks than pass attempts in the first quarter for Carson Wentz. Yeah, and the thing that was so clear to me, we were watching these sacks this morning again, and it's a case of defensive linemen winning one-on-ones and a case of a defensive coordinator having the confidence to say, I don't have to dial up pressure. I know that when given the opportunity, my rushers will get home. You saw BG win. You saw mm-hmm. Sweat win. After getting engaged by Leno, one of, the, one of the league's better technicians, Leno had both hands on him. He got double hand swipe and got home. Uh, Fletcher Cox had a, a hump inside bull rush on the inside shoulder on the right guard. Carson stepped right into it. Yeah. These are a combination of great rushers and a quarterback holding the ball too long. I, I think it's – it's not going to be enough with Carson in there right now. Unfortunately, uh, I, I have zero faith in Wentz. The Commanders aren't contenders. Um, that would have been a good name. The Contenders. contenders. Yeah. The Washington Contenders. <laughs> yeah, if only they did <laughs> Like on every graphic in December, in the hunt, the, yeah. the Contenders. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. <laughs> they, could, they could be 2-10. That's and pretty ten. good. Is it too late? <laughs> Can we change the name? Yeah, the Contenders. Damn. But you saw the sacks... Last week, with the commanders backed up in the shadow of their own goalpost. Right. This week, they're in the middle of the field. Their drive starts aren't in terrible spots. Yeah. And the Eagles are like pinning their ears back, pulling on the slot machine, and seeing seven, seven, seven. Well, every listen, time. and and you know, it's a big day for a guy like Hassan Reddick to get one and a half to get on the board. Now you're right back on track. You're three games into the season. You've got one and a half. A week ago. When you have no sacks, like two games into the season, as a as a rusher that people are looking at, like that can weigh on you. And this cat's playing in a big media market. There were people were starting to whisper about like, is he going to get home? Um, just be patient, and you know, trust that the entire group's going to rush 
um, and, and crush the pocket together. I think another thing is, you know, watching Carson for the guys that play with Carson, there's always one thing that was going to frustrate you about Carson, even if you were a Carson fan, was that Carson holds the ball too long. And you're sitting there watching other guys get sacks on the other team on the opposite sideline. You know, I can remember watching us play Carolina in 2018. It was one of those games we dropped early in the season. And Carson gave up a bunch of, like, coverage sacks at the end of the game. And dude's just looking around like, fuck. You know, not only does this hurt our team, but must be nice to rush a guy like Carson Wentz. You get to do that. Um, Carson, lots of hugs. Mm. He was classy this week. I mean, like, you know, what, what choice do you have? But, um, you know, he's, he said some, some things to the effect of, I could have been better there. You know, so I, I'm going to give him credit for that, um, but not for the play on the field. The birds got it done. Hey, housekeeping, because we're still early in the show. Um, I want to shout out uh, Keyshawn Davis of Norfolk, Virginia, who mm. we met uh, in Vegas. The businessman, big win. Uh, th- th- Friday night, it, you know, after that Virginia loss to Syracuse, I turned on, you know, I was like, let me see if some boxing's on. Oh, yeah, it's that guy we met, and he's just pummeling this cat. Uh, and I think this kid's pretty good. We got to have him on the show sometime. Uh, bad gambling again, five and six in the plays that I gave out on the weekend. The juice just killed me. And then, you know, Sunday night, this is one of those situations for me where you have to take it to the locker room. You know, I know we're going to talk about Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy. Mm. I wish I had an Eric Bieniemy Sunday night. You know, like you're down. I'm chasing a little bit. I feel real good about the Niners. Did you got to throw in the over? <sighs> Your you know, friend Stephen Macon told you about the Denver Broncos. No, but you, what did you tell me? Trent Williams was going to get hurt. It was totally the wrong side. Yeah, it was. It, it was. You know, there 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 are game breakers in this game, like a Micah Parsons, T.J. Watt. Like, damn, like like one dude can wreck the game. Is Trent Williams like a game maker? Yes, offensively. Yes, yeah, he is. Yes, I yes. mean, as soon as as soon as he was out, I was like, fuck, man. Um, the the backup was getting whooped. They couldn't get going. I mean, Jimmy, the only consolation I'll give Niners fans is that Jimmy, you know, didn't have preseason. You know, he didn't have preseason. He just got going last week against the Seahawks. Seahawks, this is a different ball game on the road. Like, hello, Denver. Um, you know, big crowd, good defense, Bradley Chubb, those guys, Randy Gregory. He's just not going to be quite ready yet. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not selling the 49ers. They'll get Mitchell back. They play strong defense. They're kind of like the Bucks in the uh, you know out west. They're like the Bucks west. If they they can hang on the run game, they'll hang around. And they got better weapons than the Bucks. They they have they have a better offensive system than the Bucks. And they play defense uh, the same way. I want to segue off of what you said about their offense. I mean, obviously, much has been made about the mind there in control, but when you talk about the chess pieces he has in front of him, you ask about Trent Williams. Is he a game wrecker in the same light as Micah Parsons or an Aaron Donald? For an offense, you have to get the play started, and there's nobody better at getting the play started than Trent Williams. You can put him in so many different positions after the snap because of his athletic ability. He can go trap the right end, or or the left end rather, from the left side to the right side. He can pin and pull with the the tight end blocks down. He goes around, he can lead block. He's out on receiver screens uh, on the edge. He's outside the numbers sometimes. So Kyle Shanahan can use a guy like Trent Williams as a weapon, not with the ball in his hand, but protecting the guys with the ball in their hand. No question. You open the playbook up because of that guy. And, you know, you open the playbook up in the pass game because of that guy. And so, you know, like that's a big loss, and it sounds like uh, what is it with him? 
he's going to be out a little bit. Was it a high ankle or something? Or um, which high takes, takes are, a long time. And I mean, sometimes. they make they make their hay with the backside of a lot of their yeah. zone schemes. Yeah. Uh, with you know, we we'd call it thirty eight. Thirty eight means we're running to the eight hole to to the right hand side. Um, the eight hole, and, and, huh? Yeah, the eight hole. Um, Sounds oh, like a shitty play. So the left tackle. Often the the running back ends up sneaking behind the running back and up the middle of the field like yes. be, behind the backside blocks. Yeah, the B hole. There's nobody the B gap. Oh my bad. There's nobody better at sealing off the backside and going to get that yeah. backside linebacker because of that athletic skill set. A guy like Lane Johnson does it too because they yeah. can run like deer. Yeah. And and Reed, how you feeling? You feeling like riding or hiding? What's your ride or hide meter this morning look like? Hey man, we got to win. Yeah. That's all I care care about yeah. you know we've had a couple bad years of not getting wins uh i think what i texted macon last night after the game ended was what a stupid game yeah and it was a stupid game but next week yeah 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 i'm glad i was able to watch every second of this ball game because i'm a little bit addicted to betting the broncos and in, in, in part because cowboy is so just lovely and charismatic yeah, yeah. and um my God, are they really bad? Yeah. Um, Daniel's got his no business winning that game. His in my Madden opinion, coach in the opinion. booth, which is great. His but play pal. They have many more problems than Daniel Hackett. It's uh, Russ and Jerry Judy are not on the same page. Russ and Cortland Sutton are on the Hi, same page. Russ and and behind and oh. and tons of checkdowns yep. and first down and ten is Javante Williams up the middle, and I love Javante Williams, but. Uh, you're really predictable, and um, it it being on the Broncos last night, it was it was probably a more frustrating watch than being on the Niners. You think? I, I, I mean, well, at least I was happy for 40 minutes of that football right. game. I, I thought I thought like this is going swimmingly, dude. So there were 17 combined punts. 17, oh, 10 well, from the, the There were so were many possessions. Yeah. Bro, the in the first quarter, I, there were five, six possessions. I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're going to hit the over. Eventually, some of these possessions are going to turn into points. No, the not even close. Had 44 possessions in the first half because they just kept going three and out. It was insane. And yeah, I got the 877 cash now hat on because I need cash now. Like, what am I going to do tonight? I'm probably going to bet the Cowboys. No offense. That's fine. And, and, and I wasn't seeing the board yesterday. I was like, Kyle, your guy, Michael Irvin. I wasn't seeing the board. Yeah, shout out to Michael Irvin who forgot his glasses in his hotel. And when I was refreshing my Twitter feed on the way to the airport, I, I saw him standing there like this in the studio with a suit on. And somebody tweeted to him, hey, Playmaker, I liked your glasses. What's up with the new look? And he replied, I forgot him in the hotel. I couldn't see anything. That sucks. That sucks. That reminds me of freshman year. They just reshared this uh, this game at the Carrier Dome. Uh, I forgot my contact lenses mm. to play the Syracuse Orange. Oh, was that that game? I couldn't see fucking anything, dude. I couldn't see anything. Luckily, mom was coming up in the morning, and she grabbed a couple of my contact lenses. So I was like Michael Irvin out there yesterday, um, not seeing the board, uh, but could have been worse. So Re retroactive STL Memorial Award, Diane Long. Yeah, for real, dude. For all the red eyes, shout out, shout out, mom. Used to go. Used to, she used to. She used to go to your games at Oregon. Thanks for picking Oregon, Kyle. You know, make mom go all the way across the country. America's team, not Kyle Long. Chip picked me. Get a map, okay? Chip picked you, and then she'd have to take the red eye to St. Louis to the Edward Jones Dome. Mm. And so she'd be like sleepwalking out there watching the Rams, which is kind of how you are anyway. And, 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 and she's no Sierra sitting on her. Is it Sierra or Ciara? Whatever her name is. 
She's not sitting on Mrs. her hands in, in the in the booth at, at Invesco. Diane Long is one of the, the greatest football fans I've yeah, ever she's watched. A great football fan. <laughs> watch a game. If they yeah. put fans in the Hall of Fame, Diane Long will be a first yes. ballot. I first mean, ballot. mother slash high fan. energy, loud. Yep. She's got that son call that that she primal that she she has a call and then dad has a call (whistles) oh god dad hey i hear you i hear you through eighty thousand people i hear you yeah i I know i know it's you and i'm gonna make a play shout out to our shout out to our parents yeah if you're here in arizona colorado indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york tennessee or right here in virginia and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, $200, 200 big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down, don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Okay, so the big games, uh, which we took entirely too long to get to. Sorry. But at least we don't have to talk about the fucking bears or the the who else did we talk about anymore? Don't even worry about it. Bears, Texans, <laughs> Broncos. Yeah. We knocked a few of these. All. We knocked a few of these teams out. But the good teams too. I just want to say this: the good teams are also struggling to find their rhythm. You know, there's quarterbacks. Uh, there's a few good quarterbacks uh, in the league right now who are who are going through it. Like whether it's Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, like they, they're dealing with a lack of weapons. And then guys who have weapons are thriving, like, you know, Tua, um, Jalen Hurts, the guys that you hear. Geno Smith. Geno, Geno Smith, your guy, Mariota, mm. shootout up there in Seattle. We'll Fun. talk about that. Fun. Let me give you Reed's notes on that game real quick so we can just get, to, get that out of the way. And I'm with you, Reed. Atlanta battling hard through three quarters. Geno Smith continuing to show that he's the real deal. Cordero Patterson over 100 yards in three quarters. Drone delay. Those were <laughs> we were in, we were out on that game, dude. Which is beautiful because I am not interested in talking about that game. I, a, an unidentified drone started flying over the stadium. I'm surprised that ha- that doesn't happen more. <laughs> You know, all these kids are calling in bomb threats. We to, hear about the snipers on the roof. Why don't you shoot the drone down? You know, kids Kids are, you know, we, we had a, a kid this weekend threaten something because he had money on a game. You know, just fly a drone over the game for a while. Last week, a gal uh, from, a, from a college, what was it? Utah, Utah Utah threatened a nuclear That's bo- what I'm talking about. Blowing up a nuclear reactor if the if the Utah Utes didn't win the football game. Did the did the young and, lady have action on the Utes? Now now uh I just think that's great. She sounds like a real football fan. She's just supporting the team. Yeah. Just supporting the team. She did get arrested. Well, get a, get the nuclear reactor off your campus. That's called martyr. What the hell is that? That's your first problem. Yeah, that that I'm not sleeping well at night. Yeah. Cam, uh, Cam Rising, more like nuclear reactor on our campus. I'll workshop it. Buffalo, Miami. Oh, I love this one. That's That was actually I pretty good. I get it out. out. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Bills, man, they ran 90 plays compared to Miami's 39. Out gained them four, 497 to 212. Highest time of possession of a non-overtime loss since week 7, 2014. So I'm just cautioning you. 
And this isn't me hating on the Dolphins. I've given them their due. They're going to the playoffs. They're a good football team. But they have won two games out of their three in really unorthodox ways the past. And that's part of being a really good team is finding ways to win. But, you know, this is not sustainable. You know, the Bills being really banged up is not sustainable. Having said that, Tua made the throws he had to make in the red zone, although Milano got he got away with, with one with Milano. If Milano picks that ball off his pick six, that ball game's completely different. He made the throws in the red zone he had to make. That turnover was big. They essentially had to score 14 points offensively. Out of the red zone, the the third and 22 to Waddle. Oh, big, 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 big. And a, and and, a, and a deep ball. And Waddle, the, the, the deep ball was beautiful. The deep ball was beautiful. That's the one thing he's doing. You know what, like, what a difference Mike McDaniel does for not only the scheme and scheming people up, the players make a big difference, having players that can actually run, but then also to his confidence, you know, like, um, maybe he can throw the deep ball. Maybe he can. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't think he's one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, concede that he's a fucking Josh Allen or Justin Herbert, or, but, but maybe he's just fine throwing the deep ball. We'll see. This is three games. Uh, I want to see them kind of win conventionally for a little bit here. In phase. In phase, dude. You talked about Mike McDaniels yeah. making Tua more confident yep. and seemingly more dynamic. One thing Reed pointed out to me, and I'm I'm going back and watching the big explosives, there's a lot of pre-snap motion. Mike McDaniels' implementation of window dressing, as they call it in offensive right. coordinator rooms, is great. It's going to show on the back end what the defense is trying to do to you. You see a lot of these players moving, and guys have to be honest on the back end. And when you have two guys out for the Bills, it forces the hand of young players or less experienced players. They can't disguise coverage as much. So you're going to get the honest hand from the defense. You're going to see if it's man or if it's zone. You're going to occupy people's eyes. Those are I, the things before the play that eyes can help are, Eyes are a big deal. Like deep, you know, If you play defense in the NFL, you're always hearing about your eyes. Your eyes, your eyes. Your eyes on the right thing. Pre-snap, post-snap. And you know, motion. One of the one of the reasons that it's so it's so sketchy for people is even if you don't get a man zone kind of tip off, there are people, there are NFL coordinators that make a living off of motioning and occupying people's eyes in the run game. You and know, it's a like chain second of communication too before the play. If you see a motion and all week you say, okay, if that receiver goes from from Y to Z, then yeah. you have to tell yeah. what's his face to communicate to him on the back end. And the minute I turn my head to talk about a reset or a shift or, you know, the ball snap. Yeah. And, I, and my eyes are wrong upon the snap of the ball. So, like, you t- I talked about this with Jacksonville. They were top five at least last week through two weeks in uh, in, in pre-snap motion. You could It showed watching Indy. Now, i got to dig into the Jags game a little bit deeper, but, you know, Doug's going to do some of that window dressing. You know, good offensive coordinators are going to use everything they have. Um, you could tell right away that this game felt like it was gonna be 40 to 40 kind of thing um, with Josh Allen and them going for it on, on the first drive to get Singletary. Um, you got guys playing really fast. It's 120 degrees on the fucking field, which is insanity. They got the dudes holding the shades on the sideline. Insanity. Like, just build a shade thing instead of hiring people to hold it. it build an igloo, bucks. bro. Yeah, yeah. Build an igloo. It's not soft. It's 120 degrees. People are like people are gonna die out there, dude. Yeah. But it, it, it was... Um, it quickly turned into a game that the defense showed up in a bigger way than we thought they would. Like Buffalo being down, what was it, Reed? Like three, four guys in the secondary. Um, they still they still played pretty well. I mean, they found a way to bottle 
that Dolphins offense up. I mean, like some people say, well, they've lost the game. You know, the Dolphins, again, after that uh, Holland turnover backed up, uh, the Bills gave them the ball and, you know, inside the five. Like the Dolphins had to score 14 points. You know, the Bills defense did fine. You know, Milano was all over the field. Um, only and, four and targets for Tyreek. Four Great, targets they for Tyreek. Thirty-nine. Well, freaking plays. plays. But 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 the the main thing is, it's amazing how good the Dolphins' defense played yesterday, and how much they're getting out of Ingram, who we talk about a lot. It's the ball good, finds Ingram. It's good to have a vet like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the guy's not what he once was, but the guy can still fucking play, dude. And the guy's probably a tone setter, and the guy and the guy knows when to win rushes. Like, that's an innate quality of somebody who's been around a while. And you know he he won rushes in big spots yesterday. Um, I, I'm really impressed with this Dolphins defense. Twenty pressures, ten hits, four sacks. Ogba with four of those hits. And a great compliment Ogba. to that defense, Chris. The ability to get down the field with explosive plays, and then when you get in that bunched up region in the red area, it's mm-hmm. so much harder to score because that field gets shrunk down. Quarterbacks' reads are quicker. The the defense is all closer to you. But you know what they do? They run the ball with Edmonds and they mm-hmm. pound it in like a knife through butter. Mm. So you look at the, the you look at the polarity of that offense. You got on one end, you got heavy play action, deep bombs down the field, and then you got well, you got to respect our play action because yep. we can knife this thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and they did in that two minute drive against Baltimore. You can't go to sleep on their run game even when they're hurrying up because you know they can they can hurry up to the to to the line and 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 make an adjustment and and, and gash you. But the Bills had chances here. And we haven't even talked about Tua and his concussion. We'll talk about that in a yeah, second. If, yeah. For people that are wondering. Or back, his back. The <laughs> Bills wink, had wink. chances here, okay? The Bills had a chance to kick before the half. You remember that. Um, and they go with that fake spike thing, which is kind of inexplicable to me. It's, it seemed well, like a Josh Allen ex- call. What was the explanation? That he this didn't should be, get... Uh, real talk, you got to go through coach press conference after because I can't get to him and yeah, I know they yeah, tell us yeah. all the fucking answers. That's a good idea. What did they say? Uh, he didn't get the snap cleanly so yeah. he was trying to spike it but then he was bobbling it and yeah. then just decided to throw it. Because so it's a snap thing. It was a yeah. snap thing. Yeah, because they showed the, sh- showed the replay. At first you're exchange. like, Josh, what are you doing? And then he's fucking fumbling around with this thing but you can't you can't spike it after that. You could have, but he just uh, he just wasn't sure he had enough time. Yeah, he, he aborted, he audible, he threw it to So that's picks. three points right there, right? That's three points right there. That probably that's the difference in the ball game alone. And then in the third quarter, they settle for a field goal in the low red. red. Um, you drop the pick six, um, and then you know Moss has that long run that sets up a missed field goal. So there's you know three points here, three points there. Uh, you know, obviously we're not even going to talk about the, you know being behind the play clock because it's so fucking loud there because people left you know UM games to to head to Joe Robbie Stadium or the Hard Rock. Uh, cafe stadium and it's loud and the play clock's winding down it's fucking hot and you're 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 changing the protection and Javon Holland comes in and 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 wrecks the game really yeah I'm not even talking about that I mean but we're talking about missing that field goal after that Moss long run and then immediately what happens after that the big deep ball so there's a sequence of opportunities for the Bills that they didn't take advantage of and they were down a couple offensive linemen I mean, they were falling apart at the end of the game. Both teams were. Waddle had a thing. Diggs had a thing. And then what follows is the drive where they get to the Miami two at yep. first and goal and can't punch it in. Now, here's where it gets interesting for me. I don't hate that possession. You know, they, they were slowing down, and I was screaming at the TV, slow down, run the ball, first and second down. I don't care how uninspiring it looks, but what you can't do is score and give the Dolphins the ball back with two minutes to go. You know, like, I just don't, like, I 
maybe you trust your defense more than I do, but with four guys down in a two-minute situation, I just don't. So, like, I love them kind of stalling. I loved them stalling, stalling. First and goal from the two. They go Singletary for a yard. That gets them to the two-minute warning. Then Josh Allen minus one yard. Here's where the problem starts because now you're running some clock. Let's score. Now it's minute 55, Mm -hmm. incomplete to Diggs, Mm -hmm. then incomplete to McKenzie on fourth and goal from the two, and and then that leads to eventually. The butt punt. Mm. The butt punt. Which, I mean, like that guy's glute has – Backed up. Surefield, I think. Worst worst spot to be. Yeah, dude. Like literally backed up. Yeah, yeah you, got a, you got a ball in your butt. Ball. Mike Golick Jr. had a good tweet. He said, I'm going to tell my kids this is how footballs are made. And that was really was funny. still of that the was ball very stuck funny. in the player's ass. That was really just stuck there in the sphincter. Sphinct. So, so, like, they had their opportunities. They sure had their opportunity there. But if you'd have told me that they were going to bet, the, the point is, even if you don't get it down there, just take some time, have enough time left on the clock so you get the ball back. They had well over a minute. Um, short field, short-ish field, right? After the safety. Um, it was a good kick. Um, Morstead banged that. They, they started the drive at the 23. After yeah, the, so, so not, not great, actually, after the safety. Uh, and, and they end up, you know, with a couple drops on that final possession. So they had a lot of chances to win this game. If, if I'm the Bills, I'm not worried about this. So like, when we see them again, I feel really good about it. Especially in Buffalo. If you're the Dolphins, you're excited. You know, like it's real. You feel real, real, dude. You're fucking real. Yeah. But as far as like the hey, you know, are the Dolphins the best team in the league? Like, I can't make that fucking jump right now, dude. I know RG three made that jump, but they're contenders. They're contenders in a tough, tough conference. I mean, like they can win a playoff game in that conference. There are teams that can't win a playoff game and teams that can. Like that's all I know right now. They can win a playoff game. Look ahead at Cincy Thursday night for the Dolphins. That's a, that's going to be so much fun. It's that's, sexy, and it's and it's a tough spot. Heating up Joe Burrow, try to blitz yeah. Joe Burrow. That's sure. going to be interesting. I'll sure ask we. you two cats any any problem with going from Monday night to Sunday early, and maybe maybe hot Miami is worse than the Monday to Sunday turnaround. I have a, I have a problem yeah. anytime you go short weeks I mean, even monday even, sunday even eight hours shorter like yeah. if we play sunday night and you go to you know or monday night and then you go to sunday at noon that's all i mean it's tough your body gets so in tune to doing the same thing every week like chris and i could tell you where we are on wednesday at 8 a.m because we're creatures of habit in the nfl and so can the other 52 guys on the team that shit sucks yeah your body doesn't have time to recover thank god it's early in the season and they have that extra juice in their tank but well, it, it wears on you, man. Well, listen, the Bengals just played the, the fucking the Jets. Not saying it wasn't a physical football game. Um, much different than that playoff game atmosphere football game that was just played in 120 degrees down there on the field, like in Miami. I do think it's going to, you feel that on Thursday, but to your point, cutting hairs here, like even a 12, 24 hour difference in your, in your recovery. Like, I can remember late in my career, I wouldn't feel better until I woke up on Sunday morning. Yes. Like, Saturday night, I'm still sore, and I'm working my my balls off to get... You're trying to imagine yourself playing a football game. Saturday night, you're walking around in the hotel, and and some guys are great. I don't know why. Genetically, some guys are great. But then you're trying to convince yourself that your ankle doesn't feel the way it does, and that your your elbow isn't doing what it's doing. For me, it was the inflammation. It was every night's sleep, you wake up feeling 10% better. And then it gets to Saturday, and you're like, man, there's still a little bit left. I got to work out, so I'm gonna need four hours of body work after this meeting. 
I'm gonna need to be like in my, you know, I'd be up in the watching film in the Normatec boots. Like every second you're trying to get your body back. So if you have a short week like that, I don't care if it's one day, I don't care if it's, you know, 24 hours, you know, I said that two ways. I don't care if it's fucking 16 hours. I'm I'm gonna feel the difference. Well, and the Bills played that proper late night Monday night game, even though it wasn't stressful. Yeah. Yep, it's still you're still losing. And now, obviously, close. it's been indicated that Tua didn't have a concussion. He went down hard. His head snapped into the ground. Clearly, to me, it looked like a head injury. Now people are saying back injury. So when you go to short week, I think about the the carryover from that. Well, conspiracy situation. theorist here. Well, whether or not. Could it be a late onset? It's it's not a tough leap to to imagine that they were like, yeah, what can we say it is? Like it's the NFL. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. But you got to go off of what they say. Um, it could have been a back. I look at the video and the offensive line. The offensive line. It seems like they ask him, "Are you good?" And then like they kind of relax. I don't know if they they realize at that point that maybe it was a back. I thought it was, you know, it's a classic, like your the back of your head hits the ground. Yep. He's wobbling. I don't know how they took their word for it. Teddy Bridgewater went in and went three and out, and you're like, okay, the Bills are going to win this football to game. To at least left the field. Yeah. And was checked out. Yeah. But to tell me it's a back. I'd love, to, can I make my Miller Lite you mention? You calling Tua a liar? Yeah. yeah. You're calling Tua Tagovailoa a fucking liar? I'm, 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 he doesn't know th- what he is right now. Tua's peeing on my hand right now and telling me it's raining. Mm. The hand, huh? So, Chris, that's my fly on the wall, my Miller Lite mention. I'd is, love to be in that training room. I'd love to hear the conversation because they go and talk to Tua. Somebody, diagno- somebody looks at him, and then they walk in the back room with another guy in a blazer. And they come up with a decision. So, did your back hurt this week at all? <laughs> Good. Yep. All right. So, we believe in the Dolphins, right? Yep. They're a playoff team. Stop me when I'm wrong. They're a contender. Mm-hmm. They're the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Stop. Mm-hmm. Red all light. Right. I just feel like we're going to look back at this and say, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, we might have been a little bit overreactive. And that's not me. I mean, like, I've already conceded that, hey, Tua, I, I did not realize how much of an infusion Mike was going to put in this fucking offense. I mean, they look great. My Miller Lite viewing party, I'd love to be in that booth with Ken Dorsey. <laughs> I, I've been in a, in, a, in a booth or two. Yeah. And, and more importantly, next to yeah. booths of coordinators who are banging on glass and, and nearly breaking it. Um. You gotta play it cool. You gotta. It's kind of like when you see yourself on the on the TV, and you just look. look down at the field. Don't look back up at the TV. There's one cat, two guys over from yeah. Dorsey, who's looking over like, oh, oh shit, I'm in the background of this. He's losing. He's lo- and he, he didn't get the memo about the tablet. Breaking it. Did breaking they, everything. Like, they literally were like, hey, Ken Dorsey and Tom Brady and everybody that works for the NFL, stop breaking our shit. Just like stop going office space on our equipment, you know. And Ken Dorsey, we almost made it, but I get it. Like you got the time was you, after that fake spike in the first half. After that, you know, after that whole deal, like you, you got to be. Frustrated. I was on the sideline coaching uh, against North Cross, uh, their football team last week. Yeah, we can get into that. Um, and I brought the kids. I'm going to give myself the hollow man for not preparing. I was going to give you the hollow man for not preparing my <laughs> offensive line. And my defensive line for a North Cross team that was clearly better coached, uh, and, and that fault, I fall on that sword, and that's my fault. We but, lost. Uh, but but the, did we lose? We, we were real. We, damn why won't 
we lost the game. We lost. Dude, it was forty. We lost the game. We lost the game. And I got to be yeah, honest, the technique that I, I was the, the technique that I was teaching to our tackles hindered their success on Friday night. And I really was. I was really mad about it. And. uh I could see myself going Ken Dorsey if I wasn't on the sideline yeah. with the other guys because yeah. I want to set a good example. Do you wear a headset? I do wear a headset. The throwing the headset's a good move. I like that move. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're gonna get it tangled on you. you I don't wear a hat on, on the sideline, so that's my accessory. I'm not gonna lose my accessory. Or, or heaven forbid, break it. So, Indy, Kansas City. Ugh. Um, I want to say this first. I don't get the clock thing. Are you on the clock thing here at the end of this game? No. Yeah, I'm on it. Okay, so 17-13, a minute 55 to go, right? Um, you're the Chiefs. The Colts have the ball in plus territory. You get a big, big Taylor run on first and 20 at 155. That's when that play starts, okay? The next play you run, Pierce, who had a big day, and we'll talk about all that in a second, um, uh, for the Colts, catches the ball, comes down inbounds. You can call a timeout at 105 here. You got three timeouts. Right, this team might go in and score. They might not, but if they do, you want some time, right? Yep. So Andy's just letting the clock run, letting the clock run, and the next play that snapped after that that Pierce uh, reception on first down, I believe it was, yep. uh, is is all the way down at 24 seconds. So from 105 to 24, you have an opportunity to call timeouts. So you give Patrick Mahomes the ball back with 24 seconds, and you end up rushing. And throwing a pick to my guy Rodney McLeod, who had a big day, right? So you're at damn near midfield. What what is Patrick Mahomes going to do with 35 seconds extra? So we've seen it. We've seen it time and time again. Actually, that's 35 a, seconds extra. You're absolutely right. You're Tw- the difference between a minute and two five timeouts and, and two timeouts, yeah. bro. I always want to take my timeouts um, when I don't have control. The offense is dictating the tempo down here. You know, what if the Colts started running the ball? You know, and 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 running their offense to the minute and five, they stayed aggressive and went to our guy Jelani Woods. Two Shout TDs, out to Jelani two touchdowns. Woods. The last one on one one Thornhill, another UVA guy oh. that was painful. Virginia everywhere. There's Jelani's Virginia everywhere. Just that's too big. that's the lead. Yep. There's just so many Virginia guys out there. Yeah. But like, you know, they're hurting at linebacker. Um, Willie Gay's out. Willie Gay, um, he's out for off the field issues. Um, you know, the first touchdown to Jelani Woods, that was that was on the replacement. Uh you know, play action pass. They were a little they were a little susceptible to as you say on CBS, uh that other pregame show, you say they get sucked up. Sucked up. The suck. It's all about the suck, and the suck only happens with a good offensive line push, really make the D line feel rough. Bad eyes though. It's again, it's the eyes thing. And guys that don't have a lot of reps, you know, Willie Gay's out. But my point is, I just didn't understand that. I'm wondering if there was some, some I don't know, explanation in, in on Twitter in the in the media for for what happened with the with the clock management at the end of the game. And it's something they it's something they practice even with you know we practice on Friday. Okay, there's 20 seconds left. We're at the the minus 30. We yeah. have to, we need a field goal to win. Or one situation will be we need a touchdown to win. Right. Uh, 38 seconds left. Right. No timeouts. Right. Whatever situation Pat's in, whatever situation Coach Reed and the offense finds themselves Patrick. in, they're confident in it. They're confident mm-hmm. in, in wherever they're at. Now, obviously, the way you laid it out right there is I would love that. Yeah. Like, and so would Pat. And so would the receivers. And so yeah, would the line. But yeah. 
that's not the hand they were dealt, and obviously the beginning but they of the, dealt the, themselves but that, the, that the, hand. Yeah, well, you're right, and I'm. They dealt themselves that hand in the first possession of the game. Yeah, defensively, they go yeah. three and out against the Colts. I turned to the guy I'm watching the first quarter with. I said, "This is gonna be a long game for Indy." Yeah. Um, well, the, the punt happens. Muffed punt. Vegas always so, knows. So, 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 so you mentioned it. The first fucking possession, third and seven. They've got that guy Sky Moore, I believe. Was it Sky, Sky Moore? And, and he overthrows him. And I know he muffed the the kick. And we'll talk about the special teams because they were a fucking train wreck. Um, and by the way. Victory lap on this, although I was just under 500 for the weekend. One game I didn't bet was this game, and we talked about this. Like, this stunk like roadkill. It worried me. I mean, that, that line stunk like roadkill. So, you know, sorry if you bet the, the Chiefs, but um, it, it, that, that first possession, you've got Sky Moore, and Patrick would tell you he wants his throw back. He overthrows him. And remember a few weeks ago, you play a tough game on the road that you know could be a slugfest, or it could, you could pick the tempo up. And a lot of times in offense, if they get that big play on the first possession or a 60-yard touchdown, you f- you feel like you're in rhythm. You're playing with a little bit of house money. It's like a rusher getting a sack. It's the like first. you got off the bus hot. Yeah. Well, when when fucking Christian Watson dropped that ball for Aaron Rodgers, that changed the entire you know tone of that game. And I'm not saying they would have beat the Vikings down there, but that was the start that they needed to get off to on the road that they didn't. You get you only get a couple of those plays a game. You know, you always say that like. When, when offensive coordinators are up there scheming things up, they're like, we got to hit this play. They call them shot plays, and they call them you know, opportunity plays. Yeah. More often than not, they call them shot plays. And they, Especially on they the road ha- early. They have them dialed up in what we call the first 15. And for those of you at home who don't know what the first 15 is, every Saturday night when we're at the hotel, we're not just you know dicking around. We're in there in meeting rooms, and the coach is presenting. The head coach is presenting. Oh, we're dicking uh, around in D-line. Right? So the head coach is presenting to his offense the best laid plans in his mind for the first 15 plays of the right. game. And oftentimes there's a handful of runs that they can choose from. There's a handful of play actions. There's a handful of rollouts. And then you get your two or three shot plays. And the shot plays, they have three of them for a reason because each situation calls for a different shot. And when you have guys like the Chiefs do, you need to be able to capitalize on you your have shots. have a guy like... Like the Chiefs do and Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Well, Kelsey too. I mean, no, I mean he showed yeah, up you're right. hot. No, you're Travis right. Kelsey showed up hot. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is you got to hit that. Yeah. I mean, like, and he knows that you got to hit that. If you hit that, and they would tell you it's a totally different game. Special teams were terrible. Fourteen points on special teams. Oh, I know it doesn't. Ju- you know, some people are like, "Well, do your math again." But no, you have the muff. Okay, Colts are weaponizing the sun. Not catching Those the ball. Shadows. They're weaponizing the sun. Third quarter. Oh you, you're gosh. either you're either in total darkness. Or it looks like the fountain I, I the movie. Hate to, I don't know if you've seen the fountain. Sad movie, but no. Have Hugh Jackman's the, just looking up into. He's fucking blinded. It's there's a gif. You might know it, but that's what Sky Moore was like. Have you seen the lobster? No. I think Colin Farrell's in it. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. I got I a question. I didn't like that in Bruges. In, in, what's that movie? In Bruges. In Bruges. Oh, every every line's a joke. I don't want to tell another man what to do with his roof. And I want roofs to be open, no, this generally is, speaking. Yeah. But those shadows were intense. Jim knows that, dude. Ursay's like an evil villain in an X-Men movie, bro. Like he he he's like, oh, I'm gonna open the roof. Roof and window open. And it said. worked. It fucking worked. For all that quirky shit he does, I know that had Jim Ursay written all over it and it worked. Bro. Like they, so. they oriented that that bad boy of a stadium incorrectly. So you, you have the muff. Sun and again. then you have the and then you have the not fielding of the punt. 
So that that's a big one. It's is a very bad, nice. Is that bad luck or is it a bad decision? Well, I got to know where their ledge is. On special teams, they always talk about a ledge. Yeah. You know, like where's the ledge? At what point do we no longer field this punt? At what point do we absolutely have that to catch this punt? That was over the ledge. I, would I mean, say. so the ball ends up on the one. So so that's not points, but you know that's big. Missed extra point leads to having to go for two. So like you got one point there, and then you go for two, you get it. But even taking the risk to go for two sucks. You miss the field goal. You fake a field goal up 17-13 because you have no fucking you have no you have no confidence in Amendola. And then you even to cap it off, you have a bad return uh, you know, on the eighteen yard line with twenty four seconds to go. Like so you take the kick out, you know, to end the game, you run seconds off the clock. Like all these little mistakes, I'm sure I'm forgetting some, just add up to a really bad game on special teams. Fans were calling to see Justin Reed kick a field goal because Fans, they said if they were, anybody's yeah. re- if anybody's ready to do it, it's not Ah, man, Dola. It's Justin Reed. Well, Amendola, he was in the Matrix. And so that so they just, they, they, I'm not saying that Kansas City doesn't have the firepower, Kyle, but like we, you know, that first week, we really kind of jumped back on the bandwagon a little bit quick. And I was talking about this last week, man. You know, I, I got to see them do this. I got to see them do what they did to the Cardinals against somebody besides the Cardinals. You know, this offense over a couple weeks now has just looked a little like, you know, whether it was the half and Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's frustrated with the enemy, which we said was blown out of proportion, right? Yeah, I mean, you watch them walking off the field. All it takes is taking a look at Patrick and – I, fine, I'm dude. watching Patrick, and he's just receiving coaching. Do we love every bit of coaching that no. we get? Do we love every opinion we hear on the sideline? Fuck no. We disagree. But one thing that I know about Patrick and EB is they're going to work together to try to figure out a solution, and, and they know they can't be losing games in, in, in Indy, regardless of what the special teams is doing. And I want to touch on that special teams one more time before we go to this. Yeah. Da- Dave Tobe, legendary special teams coach. Yeah. He was in Chicago with Hester and those units that would be 10 guys out front blocking for Devin Hester. Um, Hester. I don't know. I don't know why this Harrison Butker injury feels like it was the keystone in, in, a, in a house of cards for for the special teams mm-hmm. unit. But it seems as if the attention to details not there. The moment might have been too big for Sky Moore, whatever it was. And I don't think that's it. I have a lot of faith in Sky Moore, but. You know how it goes on teams. Sometimes one thing happens, creates a dozen issues. That's what I'm saying. You miss that ball. You miss the the third and seven. You muff the punt. Like these are one play things, but they're things that lead to a totally different ball game. Sixty minutes of different football. I'm not than panicking. Pat, no, Patrick's I'm not panicking okay. either because they I, no, can play yeah, defense. Because yeah. they can play defense. But what I am panicking about a little bit is their offensive production. That Tyreek Hill guy. Yeah, he's big. He, he makes a difference, man, you know, and, and Kelsey, you know, like if I was putting on my like guy at the mall hat, like talking football, I'd be like, I literally was so frustrated for the Chiefs watching them last night. I was saying to myself, they got to run with Mahomes more, <laughs> you know, like, and he's healthy enough to run now. Right, Chris? I sound like a basic fan, but it's true. You got to you got to figure out wrinkles now. Like you had the luxury of not running a speed option of of not tucking it and running it. Uh, be- before, but now it's like, how many option routes with Travis Kelsey can we run? Because, you know, like, I-, I just don't see a lot of other stuff working for them. Listen, they had their opportunities. They should have won this game. Knock, which knock. Is why- Who's there? Howie. Howie, how long are we going to? Howie, y'all not brought up Chris Jones yet. Yeah. Well, that's what we're getting there. The defense. That's Another what makes, issue. That, that's what makes you feel good about, that's what makes you feel good about this. And Karloftis looks strong. I saw him. It, you know, kind of like bending Quentin Nelson back yesterday. He's strong. Sneed played great. They heated up Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, 
nobody the blitz doesn't doesn't uh doesn't like the blitz comes so fast on matt ryan dude like the there's uh, it feels like the blitz is fast for everybody but it's even faster for matt ryan especially coming from that cat blitz legerius yeah. need is a guy that's flown under the radar he has been balling in obscurity i guess you could say the last few years obviously all yeah. these hall of famers that on the, number all these hall of famers on the chiefs and then you look on the edge we talk about willie gay not being in there who loves to heat up the the passer in the a gap and the b gap he's a great blitzer spags brings Legereus Sneed off the edge, and to your point, the blitz closes fast on Matt Ryan. Nobody's faster than Legereus Sneed. I thought, I thought, and I thought yeah, he looked great. Yeah, you know, and like, Nick Bolton too had a sack. Nick Bolton's yeah. awesome. They they through the A gap. Like I thought, Spags called a pretty good game. You know, they were they were heating this cat up. The only problem was, you know, Indy was out in front of the sticks like the whole game. The longest third down they they faced, I think, through three quarters was like third and eight. Mm. So like Indy was ahead of the sticks. They got big receivers. They got they, they got you know, like Pierce kids big. Um, Pittman's big. Woods and Alley Cox. Woods is huge. Twenty twenty four. I mean like those guys. So many dumb Midwesterners ask them if they play for the Pacers. Man, <laughs> right? Think about it. they lead the league as NFL players and like just two dudes at at you know at, at Ruth Chris uh, or. At, yeah, Where, what's the steakhouse there they go to? Ruth's Chris, St. Elmo, St. Elmo's. They're in St. Elmo's. Eating the old white guys are asking cocktail. if they play for the Pacers, but they they're tight ends. They love their big tall trees. Uh, Colts receivers are big, um, but Chris Jones. You want to talk about Chris Jones? Also I, big. I was going to talk about the the missed opportunities that the uh, the the Chiefs had. I mean, not only third and seven, you know, Kelsey dropping the ball in the end zone, which was he would tell you he wants that back, right? He's, he told us he wants that back. He said he's got to be better. Um, you also have the Chris Jones penalty. And my viewing party, or fly on the wall rather, my fly on the wall is what the hell Chris Jones said to Matt Ryan. Because that is... So Chris Jones has is one of those guys that's so much bigger when you see him in person, right? He's all of six foot seven. So big they just threw he's the flag. All of six seven, all of two eighty five, and he's loud and boisterous. He's got a laugh you can hear from across the locker room. I love Chris Jones. Yeah. He was a great, uh, great teammate. He also broke my leg on accident, that was but, an accident. but he is a great teammate. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's laying on Matt Ryan. He's doing. He's getting a little extra in terms of the time spent on top of him. When he gets up, it's not it's not what he says. It's not how he says it. It's the proximity to the face. He moves yeah. closer with his face. That is an act of aggression in the eyes of referees, I believe. Um, if you get up, start close to somebody so you don't have to get closer to him. Back up. Create more distance. Or, or I, I stay think he, tight. I think he said something juicy. Sticks and stones can break but my bones, he's, he's, but words can cost body. me a week three win against the Colts. Exactly. He's so big and his voice doesn't match his body. So I can only imagine being like, Fuck you, Matt Ryan. I'm coming after your ass all day, Matt Ryan. Well, listen, I, I just... What's going on here? <laughs> I, I threw a flag, but I ripped my headphones out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, did, you did exactly what I said you should do. You get tangled in your fucking headphones. Yeah, uh, I did. You're, yes. You could coach college football. Yep. So, so I just... Call um, me Ken Dorsey. I just want to say this Colts defense, real good, man. Um... They're, they're solid. They didn't have to get a bunch of sacks. They got pressure. Uh, and I don't think that the Chiefs' O-line was as bad as some people want to say they would they would have been. But th- this is a good group up front. I mean, Gilmore played great. Gilmore, that tackle on Kelsey was, was championship effort, championship football, man. It, it's a crosser on third down early in the game. And he actually beats Kelsey to the spot and gets his head. He gets his head across, makes that tackle. Grover Stewart playing well. I want to shout him out. Number 90 uh, for the Colts, who's been there a couple years, but I feel like this could be his best year. Um, Albany State, 
And the name Grover, I think, is a good name. That is a good name. Yeah. Give a shout out to Andrew Wiley, the right tackle for the Chiefs. Um, he was dinged and came back, right? But, but he's he's a guy that they've been seemingly upstairs has been like trying to find a replacement for, you know. And yeah. fans love to bitch about Andrew Wiley because they don't know what they're talking yep. about. Andrew Wiley has been getting better and better since Lucas Niang went down last year in Cincinnati for the Chiefs. Andrew Wiley back at right tackle, and he's been playing better and better and better. He competed all game. I I just hate to see the Chiefs lose because I feel like I'm still on them. Yeah. Um, and we could have won that game. Yeah. Okay, Colts. Well, well, real quick. Yeah. Matt Reiner. Matt Reinerd. Matt Ryan had some like App State beating Michigan energy running off that field. It felt like like yeah. we we did it. We uh, upset yeah. the big dog. But they're one, one, and one. Shaq Leonard will come back eventually. Playoff team or nah for the Indianapolis Colts? I don't. Hmm. I have to get through those Jacksonville Jaguars. Can I? Can, can I do a thing that we? That's not. A, can I do a like a something that's frowned upon in sports media? Can I wait a week or two? Yeah. Because that because their defense is solid enough that they can keep them in games. And maybe the Pierce kid. Maybe they missed him a lot week two. Home Tennessee at Denver, home Jacksonville at Tennessee, the next four. I mean, I hate, tell you all tr- you need to know. I hate to be trendy, but Jags seem like the team to beat in that fucking division right now. I mean, yep. they're winning big boy football games. Um, so the Indy defense is good. I just mentioned that 30% on third down, two and a half rushing yards. And the eighth time Mahomes has ever been under an 80 passer rating, that was against them. But again, if they're more aggressive, if they're the Chiefs of old, if they're not getting an eye formation with nine minutes to go up 14 to 10 low red, going run, run, and then a pass, like if they're the old Chiefs, they score and put that game away. It's 21-10. You want to be able to lean on your guys. You went and acquired all these offensive linemen last year. You don't have to get too... You, don't, you kept the same... You retained the same five this year. They got better. Andy Hex, one of the best O-line coaches in the league, he says great teams are able to run the ball into the end zone or run the ball for a first down when everybody in the world knows you're going to run That's it. That's cool, Kyle. You have a Ford Raptor, right? Yeah. Okay, so like that Ford Raptor is mostly for decoration. Like, yeah, you can go off-road, but you like just driving the Ford Raptor around town. Yeah. You got Patrick Mahomes, man. Like, you don't need – like, th- those are like the, the those are like the big tires on my Tundra. You know, the, the Andrew Wiley and those guys, like, yeah, we can do that, but we got Patrick Mahomes. We need to be aggressive when it's time to go put the game away, in my opinion. That's why you and want the getting, V6 Raptor because it's faster, more fuel efficient. It's like getting the Z71 can't, can't over park the that thing. high Same with country the Chiefs. or the LT. You don't need a Z71. Where are you – what are we doing? And Matt Ryan, seven fumbles so far this year. That's a big cause for concern for me. A lot of fumbles. Me. I mean, like, he's just not holding on to the football. Uh, but again, like, a bunch of comebacks, game-winning drives. You can read those stats somewhere else. Hey, what's up with these conference pride hats? Like, I know if you're in the NFC or the AFC. Oh, I don't even... All the coaches have AFC or NFC under a little banner under the logo Oh, on they're their trying to make that year. work. Yeah. It's a big deal. Stupid hats. Bucks Packers, man. Let's let's hit this one before mm. we get we move on to to superlatives and the rest of it. But boring, uh, really boring. Just a bo- like a boring game. And be, and if you like defense, it wasn't. You know, Rashawn Gary coming on. You know, Vita Vea dropping in coverage. You know, spot dropping and blowing up a, a ball, and forcing turnovers, that sort of thing. But it was a sloppy game. Spot drop. Shut them down, open up shop. Two things that stand out to me about Green oh, Bay on offense, oh, outside of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is awesome. Really blows. <laughs> he finished it. The running uh-huh. game for the Packers is good enough to win them football games. And I think 
as a byproduct of their running game being legit and Aaron Jones being a stud, A.J. Dillon, all these guys, you can use a smash-mouth style of play action protection. You're seeing a lot of left tackle, left guard pulling, uh, a lot of counter pass, power pass. People have to respect the running game. Aaron Rodgers is going to have more and more opportunities as the season goes on to get the ball down the field to Alan Lazard, look who what, showed look, up in a huge look way. Look what he does Dobbs. back in the lineup. Showed up in such a huge way. Dobbs. Big I mean, I, I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers has ever thrown a rookie you yeah. know, receiver or a tight end a touchdown, but he loves Romeo Dobbs. Big Romeo, eight catches on eight targets. Looks like a veteran. Oh, hollow man, me sitting Romeo Dobbs on my fantasy Fuck team. I literally me. made it a huge deal that I drafted him and, and sat him the, yesterday. Has he seen the field yet? He hasn't seen the field yet. I wanted him to show. Me that I think the Cucks are going to go to two and one though. Yeah, so. Cucks are two and one. No surprise. Yeah. Defending champs. Yeah, all good. What are you? What are you? I'll be three and zero. Oh. Okay. Randall yeah. Cobb looks awesome. I like seeing Randall Cobb in the Packers uniform again. Randall Cobb, yeah, Randall Cobb, uh, Cobb, and Cobb and Dobbs, Cobb and Dobbs, Cobb and Dobbs. But, and Dobbs. but to Kyle's point, I, I mean, they weren't great yesterday. Aaron Jones twelve for thirty six, AJ Dillon twelve for thirty two, but the the, the pass pass performance. Is uh, somebody finish it? Is current in, expectation is indeed indicative of future success or something to that no, effect. No, well, no. So they're even gonna be when able, they're th- not effective, you still have to respect it. You have to respect it. They can run the ball. This is not a team you're going to make a living running the ball on. That's right. Just you, you, you have to be able to make just enough plays, and then I, I think we get right down to the end of it. No you Evans, know, no Godwin. No Evans, no Godwin. And I've said this all off season. And I was sitting in here yesterday. I was like, when they were trying to score, you know, it kind of reminded me of when the Chiefs were trying to score in the low red. Like last year, that's Gronk. You know, it's a big fade to, to Evans or whatever. Like they're getting in the it end zone. It looks pedestrian how easy it should it's be. It's just easy. Yeah. And it was a struggle. And of course, beautiful ball to Gage, who fumbled early in the game. Big deal for him to make up. Not like Tom has a choice to go to anybody else. They just signed like Cole Beasley off the fucking practice squad. <laughs> uh, but. Tom puts the ball in a perfect spot to gauge. I mean, behind him, that was a beautiful throw because he's going to get killed. Uh, you know, and still got crushed. Be a pick if if Brady doesn't put that behind him. But then they can't get the two point conversion, and that's the ball game. And of course, Rogers afterwards is like, "Hey, the jumbotron guy fucked this up. I saw it." You know, I. They were like, "Hey, Rogers, what'd you think at the end of the game when you know there was a delay of game?" He was like, "Well, I did. That is, I did that." Essentially, what he said. I don't get. Can you? Okay, because I watched the end of the game. Yeah. I know what happened. I yeah. also thought there was two dogs, and uh, one was called. But what was he talking about? He was saying that the first leg game, which happens a lot, you know, like the ball won't get the snap won't. I'm sure Rogers has gotten the benefit of the doubt there before, but the snap comes. It's it's zero. They score right. C zero way to beat throw the flag yeah and then they Got go it. they go two point conversion the same thing happens so what Rogers is saying is that between those two plays he let them know um, that he saw what he saw the down before which is you know it's like hey watch the tackle watch the you know like watch holding on seventy five I don't know if they yeah. would have called it if if Rogers didn't you know open his third eye there he really looked smug about the whole deal like he was happy it's like super like. That was me. Sometimes there's guys on the Jumbotron show you things they're not supposed to show you. <laughs> that was so funny to me. <laughs> well, it's like it's like Jumbotron got up there and, 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 and ran an ad for Moneyless Society or something. Hard cut. Joe Rogan. Ayahuasca. Uh, Ayahuasca. Um, 
All right, so Fournette was huge again in the two-minute drive. The one thing that was teach tape was the end of the game onside kick. Alan Lazard attacking the football, going to get it, and getting in the fetal position. Like, there was no gray area there. That was Alan Lazard's football. That's how you do that thing. He's a member of the houses. Rashawn Gary coming along, dude. Big fan of his. So explosive. Roback activewear. Best way to describe Roback is best fit, best feel. When it comes to quality, Roback just blows it out of the park every time. First, Roback's new performance hoodies are a total game changer. Maybe the softest, stretchiest hoodies in the game, from college athletes to professionals to podcasters like me. People can't take them off. The best thing about wearing a Roback hoodie is when, when you see somebody else wearing it, you give them that nod because they know and you know. We get it. We're Roback guys. Second, Roback's performance polos are the only polos we wear. Even if you're not a polo guy, these polos are perfect for a night out or a day on the links with the boys. Their prints are cool too. Third, Roback's performance Q-zips bring a new meaning to the word comfortable. Perfect for a run around the block or a day in the office. They are the definition of versatile. Best part is NFL guys are rocking them all over the league. You know, you got guys like Quentin Nelson wearing them. We got our guy, friend of the program, Sam Hubbard wearing them. It's fair to say they're taking over. Now Alabama stud Will Anderson is the newest sponsored athlete. That's big news. Ryan McGee is the best player in the country. Might be the Heisman Trophy winner. And Chris, for those folks that want to jump on the Roback train, use the code GREENLIGHT on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K dot com 20 percent off your first order on all polos q-zips hoodies and tees with the code green light go check them out at roback.com hey best of the rest guys the jaguars okay the shags dude they're pretty good baldies on twitter call them their offensive line the duval wall the Duval Wall. And I love well, you know that. what helps the Duval Wall when you get the ball out in two point whatever the fuck two point three nine seconds. Lawrence coming to that game. They had a game plan. You know, these two edge rushers. I was worried they were going to wreck the game. Joey Bosa leaves, right? Uh, and and that's kind of all she. Well, really, when it was all she wrote is when when they come out of the half and James Robinson breaks that big fourth mm. and one. Um, you know, as you know, a lot of the biggest runs come on short yardage. I mean, one one broken tackle, you're gone. So. Um, I think more than anything, the Chargers had a chance to win this or keep in this game early. They had a drop on third and six. They dropped the ball in the end zone, I believe it was. Uh, and, and, and that was just, you know, from then, Jacksonville had dictated the, the terms of this game. And uh, I, I personally, we were talking about this, Herbert shouldn't have been in the game probably that long. No, absolutely not. And one point about James, and I'm going to go back to Herbert, but one point about James Robinson, the, in the first quarter, he had an explosive run. That sets the tone. That's one of those first 15 plays we mm -hmm. talked about. If we get this thing blocked up, you could hit your head on the goalpost. He damn near did. I think he got like 35, 40 yards on that first explosive read. Um, it sends a message and sets the tone immediately to the front seven of that defense. They're going to be playing on their heels all yeah. day. And that sets up that quick passing game. That sets up the play action. But when we talk about Justin Herbert, I was pissed. I was really pissed. And I played on, on a team with Brandon Staley uh, as a staff member. He coached Khalil Mack and the outside linebackers. I loved Brandon Staley. I love, I love the way he interacted with his players. I think that he would know better than to keep a guy in down 38-10, taking shots, deep shots down the field, and taking shots to the ribs. Yeah. Um, Justin Herbert is the reason for the season if you're the L.A. Chargers. Brandon Staley's a real literal guy, isn't he? He just, like, everything's real literal with him. We're trying to win. 
I would be, uh, I would Justin be leading Herbert's the charge in, on you know, like, getting him out. Bro, like, abandon, abandon your plan. It's you like, know, you, like you pay Chase Daniel however, however much that he's earned as the backup quarterback. And, and I've also played with Chase Daniel. He's ready to play. If I thought they were going to roll with if him. You're down, yeah, uh, apparently on the pregame uh, warm-up, they were do, practicing the intros. Chase Daniel intro happened, so people were writing, he's going to start. Justin Herbert obviously comes out. You're down 38-10. I would be in my coach's ear on the sideline saying, get that guy out. And you know what? Unfortunately, most coaches are going to say, well, why don't you get him blocked? I, I, I think I think – Laying, I think, I think tying a, a football game that can send you to the playoff, or you know, like not not going for the tie was bad, right? Uh, is like a strategy deal. Like I, I thought this was bad in its own way. Like the risk of the risk of of losing Justin Herbert or worsening that injury. And the thing is, you don't know, you don't know how he's going to feel today until today. And that's a lot of the thing is like these guys are drugged up. Like we are. We are zooted on Sunday. If you got a rib injury, you know, I'm pr- pretty sure they gave him that, you know, like. He got that, a shot. He got a shot just like Tyrod Taylor. From Tyrod's doctor. Same doctor. Miller Light mentioned fly in the wall of that room. Like, is there a joke? Like, hey, have you figured this out yet? Or I mean, probably. Or, or is the doc like, hey, I know where to go with this you one. You got to tell a joke. The doc, really? the doc did good. The first third I, down Justin Herbert well, had, no, the he guy, had zip on the football. The guy's actually, there's a lawsuit pending right now. I know. So maybe it's not a joke time. But but yeah, you take the shot, you go out there, you you go down big, and he's still taking shots in a ball game that's well out of hand. Lot, that's, he took that's a lot of shots. That's actually exactly yeah, what the doctor said. He said, I have a lawsuit pending, so I'm not going to make a joke. I can't make a joke. Right? I can't make a joke. This is not joke time. Because the lawsuit's done, I'll come back. We can joke. Herbert yeah. becomes a character witness against the doctor at that point. It's uh-huh. a mess. Now, yeah. you, now you got your all-pro left tackle, Rashawn Slater, in the training room next to your all-pro Major defensive bicep end, injury. Joey Bosa. Just reported. So you've what got you've got a quarterback that's gun shy because of the nature of his injury, and then you go take a look at that film, and he's taking shots from everywhere, all over the field, yep. even late in the game. Bro, he didn't look gun shy on that shot to Guyton. I know what you mean, but but boy, now he that can his left tackle, now that his left tackle's out, the week of preparation, they're going to have their backup so in. Mean. So then against the scout team, scout DN might win a couple times. Then you get Justin Herbert's second guessing protection. I'm just saying, if you take him out of this football game, it might lead to better things down the road. And to your point about the risk of keeping them in there, not only tonight, but tomorrow and the following weeks. Well, they got the Texans this week. Significant bicep for Slater. Now, it's significant? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. People had this team in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. No bueno. It's going to be tough. I had this team in the Super Bowl. Oh, you did? Against the Vikings. Hey, just chill, all right? Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. Relax. They're 2-1, and the Vikings. Yeah, they're still 2-1. and They feel very 2-1 and So are the Bears. Hey, Hey, by the way, Dan, man, I love Dan. I love our guy Dan, but you know, and he he owned it, which I think was was awesome. And I believe him. It's not just lip service. Like he's like, man, I regret that, and I'm sorry to my players. But you know, the fourth and short, you know, you got a chance to ice this ball game. That it goes against everything you stand for as the Detroit Lions now to not to not take that game into your own hands, dude. And, or 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 punt, punt it or punt. But I would have gone. The conservative move is to punt the, the yeah, killer he, move is to go for it the the, the, the field goal try from 54 is not makes the move no sense to yeah. go up six and he was really aggressive early he's winning all these 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 analytics people over like 
he's the one meathead that that these stat heads are like coming around on and then you know you go and do that but he took he took uh, accountability for it but at the end of the day that's a that's a loss and it's not like you know the, the lions lose close games in years past and you're like well this is part of them trying to learn how to win and that sort of thing uh and it is but this is a team whose playoff window is open right now it's the nfc even with Vikes to the Super Bowl, we were on Detroit. I think we were willing to accept after this week that Detroit might be the better team than Minnesota yep. in that division moving forward. And maybe they still will be, but that's a tough one. They had a chance, a man. One. They had a chance. And with teams like the Saints looking shitty, uh, you know, there are spots opening up. Yeah, for they're you. usually the shoe in to be in that last spot. Like yeah, the Saints, even if they're not good, they're going to be, we're going to play the Saints in New mm-hmm. Orleans. Mm-hmm. And the NFC West looks wounded. So, you know, you're having you, th- these are opportunities for you if you're Detroit, um, and and maybe an Eagles tur- uh, hangover for Cousins and for Jefferson. Okuda had a really good day. I want to shout out Okuda. Uh, great day by the numbers. Three catches, 14 yards against Jefferson, and his pass coverage has been pretty good this year. I mean, Devontae Smith didn't have a day against him. Zero catches week one. McLaurin two catches, 22 yards. The guy played 10 games in two years, but. Who does Justin Jefferson have next week? He went from Slay to Akuda. He had a rough couple weeks. I don't know, but uh, they're in for the it. Saints. Oh. Another another tough oh. tough week. That's gonna be a great matchup. I'm taking the under. Okay, and then and then another. We were talking about the Chargers earlier. You know who they have in two weeks. Who? Uh, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. We got the Chili's. The Chargers. <laughs> they have the Browns, dude. They they, they got Clowny. And they got. They're gonna. They're oh. gonna get some. There. It's gonna be ribs. Are gonna be on the menu for for Miles Garrett and barbecue sauce and Khalil Mack barbecue sauce, which is the best part of that jingle. Barbecue sauce. Luke loves saying barbecue sauce. Chili's baby back yeah, ribs. Yeah, the dude is in there. Do you see the video? Of these guys recording that track. No. Oh, oh yeah. Tremendous. You see what all everybody looks like. They're like real musicians. Real musicians. Molly. So two weeks from now, we're gonna see how those ribs hold up because it's gonna be that's the uh well, it's the hope. cartilage. It's let's the hope. cartilage, right? Let's hope he's healthy for crying out loud. Carolina New Orleans, I don't even want to talk about that. You know, they got Done. every everybody's out for them. Uh the Saints already. Uh you got a transverse fracture in Jameis Winston's back. He needs a backiotomy. I uh, broke my back. Spinal. spinal. Olave went for 400 yards, which was yeah, which was neat. That somebody had a good day. Baltimore, New England. I think it's all about it's all about what the hell did the Patriots do next? If Mac Jones is out for a while, which it looks like he will be, Bailey and before Zappi. he was out for a while, there's a few things that like are on the you know on the take chopping chopping block here. Like, is Mac Jones the guy? You know, Joe Judge and 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 uh, and, and uh, Matt Patricia. Like, what the hell are they doing? You know, uh, and then he gets hurt. So it just, it was a terrible day for them. Three turnovers in the fourth quarter. They were big turnovers. The, the Baltimore defense is still bad, dude. Like Baltimore's back end is still bad. They were giving up chunks in the passing game, but they came up and made some plays when they had to. Uh, I don't want to say bad. I don't want to be disrespectful, but they, they're, they're a little still, disjointed right now. They're disjointed, Kyle. Thank you. Quite um, literally. They're coming back from some ACL work. And I want to say this about the gritty. Isn't that if, like a ligament? Yeah. If you're a white guy and you do <laughs> which holds things in their joints. Got you. Okay. If if you Thanks if, for if, specifying. If you're a white guy doing the gritty, yeah. Like be careful. 
Mac Jones. Practice. I Practice. love Adam Schefter. Mac Jones got dancing. Him. You see when Adam Schefter did the gritty? Yeah. Got hurt same night. Mac Jones did the gritty. Mm. Got hurt same day. Gasecki was not flawless. a huge sample size. Yeah, well, last week. Dropped the ball mm. yesterday. Mm. The curse of the gritty. Uh, Mac Jones is going to be out for a while. You look at the you look at their schedule. It's actually kind of soft the next four to six. Thirty one twenty six. Ravens fumble at the uh, thirty nine. So the, then the Pats get a third and, and goal from the ten. You get the Humphrey pick, uh, and then the the killer was Aguilar, my guy. Uh, the fumble. Hamilton forced it, so that's big. You know he had a really rough week last week, but they, they had they, Mac Jones threw a pick again late. So three turnovers in the fourth. That's tough for them, Yikes. buddy. Um, buddy. Yikes. Lamarvelous, five touchdowns. I know, but we know, like you know, like we know. Everybody's making a big deal about two of. Everybody's making a big deal about all these guys. Like Lamar is just quietly going out and 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 preparing to have a Brinks truck backed up. You know what? To his house, dude. Like Lamar Jackson week. is my retroactive. Uh, we haven't done superlatives. No, no. no. Uh, we did America's team to start the oh, show. Sorry. And I'm going to add Lamar Jackson into mine because he's one of those guys you can't say anything about. Not that he's there's a per- anything bad to say about he's Lamar a person, Jackson. Not a team. I know, but he is the team. Ah, I like it. Okay, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. That's good. Allow. If you say Lamar- anything on about yeah. Lamar Jackson, you are going to. It's like if you say something about Beyonce. Yeah, seriously, but but even more serious in my opinion. That's like serious. Lamar Jackson is out there. Just like you said, you can set your watch to it. He's 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 gonna he's gonna ball. But what about Bill taking away like the one thing you can do? Throw a spy out there, or not? We just don't have the gems and the Joes. Well, they're not real talented defensively. I mean, they have some good players, but they're not as talented as in years past. They're going through a transition. This is a transition year for the Patriots, man. Like you can call it whatever you want to call it, but this is not a year they're supposed to compete. Well, if this is if this is six and eleven, is is Bill saying Nah, I'm out, or is he going to outlast Brady no matter what? He's drafting a quarterback. That's the mo. He's drafting a quarterback. Okay, six and eleven. I mean, that might be Keaton Slovis. Maybe it's the Keaton Slovis. Brennan Armstrong. Might be, uh, might be Brennan Armstrong. Might be Brennan Armstrong. You never know. Uh, and then you know the the Rams down a bunch of corners and Kyler still wasn't great. So like you know, like I said last week, we run for eighty yards on a two point conversion stage of comeback, but that's not sustainable. They got to figure things out there. Same thing with Vegas. Like nice comeback. Uh, towards the end, but we're getting into the like, hey, we're not going to talk about the Raiders much zone on this podcast. Mm. Matt Collins, shout out. Yep. Former special teams guy in Philly. Great dude. Love Matt Collins. Uh, he's getting a lot of touches that uh, would be going to Devontae if not for taking him away. Respectfully, Cowboy, I might feel better about Vegas than I do about Denver. 0-3 versus 2-1. and I just... Fair. I feel I, better about Denver. It's just better weather. I do like the Raiders in that head-to-head. And I think that's next week, right? Right, Denver and Vegas. I like the Raiders in that head-to-head. Get right week for Vegas. What do you think the line's going to be there? Where's the game? Four and a half, six and a half. I will need to know where the game is. They would love to. They would love to play an overreaction on the Broncos into this thing, but they won eleven oh. ten. So how does Vegas no, do that? No, they will do that. It's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. Okay, Denver's two and one. Vegas is zero and three. I will say that the Denver Broncos are. Favored by, by two and a half. One and a half. They're going to be two and a half. It's going to be minus one and a half. Vegas is favored by two. Holy Vegas. Wow. Wow. That's what I was thinking. Vegas minus one and a half, too, right? Well, you know what? Vegas is. Re- no, the, the, the establishment of Las Vegas is really. They're, they're, 
they know we're all going to say that, right? The odds makers are. The odds makers know that, that we're not going to bet. They're smarter than we are. Yeah. The, yeah. The, that's, that's, the right, that's, that's a good line. That's the right line, yep. and I'm going to take the Raiders. Yep. In fact, like book because it right now. I will too. Because everybody's going to jump on Denver right now. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. my Did first Did you see him the other bet. night? No, I didn't. I had to go to bed because I had work in the morning, but I heard they won. Jump on Vegas. 11-10. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Green Light Pod. We're all taking the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. They might be America's team next week. Let's depending raid. on how much hey, money we hey, put. Hey, all right, let's hey, do, let's hey, do the mil- Hey, hey, let's raid. Let's oh, raid. Oh, nice. Vegas country, let's raid. <laughs> Vegas country, let's raid. Vegas country, let's raid. The autumn wind. All right, all right, all right. Let's go Miller Lite matches. Football season brings back many traditions we know and love. Touchdown dances, pick sixes, strip sacks, game-winning sacks, tackles, hitting the quarterback, and watching it all with friends in a cooler Miller Lite. The action on the field is reliable year after year. Pair it with the most reliable light beer, Miller Lite. My perfect Miller Lite situation, the air's crisp, the leaves are turning, I got a cooler full of Miller Lights. It's just warm enough to sit outside, maybe an outdoor TV, and I got about 12 to 16 of those bad boys in my cooler. (laughs) And I have three friends over because I'm drinking responsibly. Miller Lite is the perfect beer for football Sundays because of the dependable taste, your friends love it, it's got low calories and carbs, and it's just a sleek, beautiful can. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been a mainstay in the stadium, at the tailgate, and in your fridge. No matter how your team plays, Miller Lite always provides a winning experience. With only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving, your only concern is the next third down conversion. And Miller Lite tastes like beer. Because if you're a beer lover, you don't want watered-down flavor. You want the original light beer. Football season brings back the big hits, so reach for the biggest of them all. Miller Lite. You can find Miller Lite pretty much everywhere beer sold or go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller Time, official beer partner of the GreenLight podcast. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. If I can go get a nap, I'm up 2.30 falling asleep looking at the condensed game of the Raiders and the Titans like, why am I doing this? We're not going to talk about these teams. I'll tell you why. Because it was one of 18 games decided by three points or fewer through three weeks. The NFL most, is most king. ever. NFL is king. Expect the unexpected. All hail the NFL, dude. Even when the games stink, they're electric. Yeah. Everybody, I'm not watching the NFL anymore. Okay. I was glued with to that. the Tampa Green Bay game. Hey, is Swifty really going to be the, no. the halftime show? No, Rihanna is. And you can also bet that I'll be there. Damn. With binoculars. What happened to the Swifty rumor? Desperado. You're going to be like Bill Belichick up there? Yeah, just scouting. Uh-huh. Desperado. Why don't you come to Ooh. your senses? You've been out climbing fences. Name the band, Macon. Of Desperado? Yeah. Eagles. Rihanna. <laughs> and okay. Rihanna. Miller Light mentions... Bevel Conway, man, this was a mm. Bevel Conway thick week. Two C's, okay? I'm giving it out to UNC Notre Dame. I ah! Think. Ah! I got, I got sniped. Sorry, but, you know, I could take any number of these. I thought Dog? you might okay, go okay. Florida, Tennessee. Dog. all right, leave me something on the bone. But I don't like Florida, Tennessee. Oh, talk to it's me. Better, it's better at the swamp. Um, 
Maybe. 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 I really do like that orange lid, the white jersey, the blue pant, which you're not going to get at the Swamp. And it's a lot of Tennessee orange, but I, I think it's beautiful. Neyland's so gorgeous. Yes. Yes, I, I, I want to make out with Neyland. Yeah. I, I'd make out with the Swamp as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, BYU Wyoming deserves a Holy fucking. Holy shit, dude! Oh, hold on, this Did is I good. No, no, this open? is good. We just have good taste. BYU Wyoming, okay. Yeah. Kansas City Indy should be in the conversation. Red team, blue team. Okay. The, the, the if we got a red team on the field, we need a blue team on the field. We can't have these two, two red team games. Falcons Chiefs. I love vomit all over my T-shirt. Like my Bevel Conway was roof open, window open, blue and white versus red and white. Yeah, see, there you Chiefs go. Colts. There you go. It's like uh, the Senior Bowl, you know. It's, it's like an old video game. <laughs> yeah. When like in the MLB game in the '90s, the the Reds would play the Blue Jays. It was simple. One team had a red helmet. One had a blue. Yankees blue. Red okay. Sox. Okay. I what sucks about that is the turf itself in Indy, and we've talked about it. But I don't know if there's no too many rubber pellets in there or huh. what. Because no when question. I saw Carolina Notre Dame, I had to look up to remind myself that they have turf down in, in Keenan Stadium now. They've had it for three Imagine years. Imagine if they had the fucking grass, I know. Dude. I know. The, the, and so I looked up the brand. The brand is called AstroTurf, <laughs> trademark. <laughs> Real fucking. And uh, it looks as close to grass as I've ever seen fake grass looking. In, in now, Carolina. At, at UNC. Now at... at in Indianapolis, it just it doesn't, and the shadows bothered me. It's that Midwest grass, and I and I understand you guys and your colors, and and it's a fine call. But that okay, 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 okay. Let me try this one on for size, and then we'll move on. But K State, Oklahoma, dude, under those dude. I mean, okay, uh, no, well, we bro, they're, okay. they're the right picks. Wyoming, BYU, Oklahoma, K State, Florida, Tennessee, Notre Dame, Carolina. It's pretty clear, awesome. though. It's pretty clear. Do we know uniforms or do we know uniforms? And I've got one more that I won't say, so I can have a Bevel Conway this Hit week. It. Okay, UCLA at Colorado. That was uh, gold, Pretty. white, gold at beautiful. gold, black, gold at Folsom. Oh, it's beautiful. UCLA won 45-17. So, so K State, Oklahoma. I feel like the lights at that stadium are a little bit are a little bit dim. They are right. And and with those unis, it could be 1993. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Um, okay, Hollow Man, me, uh, Dobbs on the bench. Go ahead. Hollow Man, uh, chalky butt punt. Trencher. Oh yeah, for sure. You got a ball. But who feels bad about that? Is it the up back? Yeah. Morstead was saying, dog, I got a punt. Yeah, you're right. Hollow man will be Sky Moore in particular, but mm. the special teams of the Chiefs. No yep. question. Okay. Yep. Uh also uh, Brady, I almost want to give him an award just for breaking his knee brace for like absolutely nothing. <laughs> Did you see that when um He's when a bit during, ornery during that game? He took off and ran like further than he's run in three years and then slid like hard as fuck into the ground. And everybody was like, oh, is he okay? He's tripping. He's stumbling. Oh, his Don Joy got mangled. <laughs> and anybody who's ever had so a Don Joy, oh, it's it, so when frustrating. it comes undone, oh. you're just like, can I get some help? And then it's not getting on. And you're like, fuck it. And you take it off. You chuck it. And you it. feel great because in New England, they used to make the D linemen wear their knee braces in practice. Mm. And we used to game the fuck out of the system there. Sorry, Bill. Y'all remember Chopat straps? We used to put fake knee braces on. Chopat straps, they'd go right right on your no. teletendon. You remember Copperfit? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that Brett company Favre is funded 100% Copperfit. with welfare money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we've talked about Brett Favre twice now. I just don't know what else to say. If anybody's keeping receipts. It's fucking disappointing. Brett That's Favre how our government did some works. bad shit. Our government's fucked up, too. He may be going to jail. 
Brett Favre. That's true. I'm glad you. I'm glad you, we talked about Brett Favre first, though. Jeez. And I'm a little concerned that the Celtics, the Celtics might be part of the problem because they suspended Ime Udoka, but not Brett Favre. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Double standard. Why didn't they pr- suspend Brett Favre? Okay, uh, best flight. I'm gonna give it to Doug Peterson, the Jags man. That's a long flight. Yeah, Kyle, you made a good point off camera, off mic. But that that's that's a fucking big win for them. And I've been on a Doug Peterson flight. It's awesome. You're back there, might be sipping a little crown, you know. And then all of a sudden you look up and Doug's leaning on your chair. He's like, "How we doing, guys?" He's a uh, big "How we doing, guys?" guy. Mm. You know, he comes back with the smile on his face. He's not big, back there. Big old head. Just fucking. You're happy to see Doug, man. When Doug comes back to, he doesn't abuse the right to come to the back of the plane. Well. He should have us in the front of the plane, Doug. We should fly those guys first class. Uh, that was one thing I wasn't a big fan of. But Doug is a great guy to fly with, man. He comes to the back and checks in on guys. So I'll give him best plane ride. You spoke about the crown, Chris. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings are going to London Town, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, They're going to face the Saints. Um, London Town was the sixth studio album by the British American rock group Wings. It was released in March 1978. London Town charted in the top five positions in the UK and the US. It failed to repeat the success of Wings' three previous albums, however, and received mostly unfavorable reviews from music critics. The lead single, With a Little Luck, was a number one hit in the US, but the album's subsequent singles achieved only minor chart success. Also recorded during the sessions was the 1977 non-album single, Mole of Kintyre, which until 1984 was the best-selling single in UK chart history. So the Vikings get the win over the Lions, and then they get to go to the greatest place on earth, London, England. And New Orleans is a band on the run right now. They, they feel like a band on the run. Worst plane ride. Minnesota... Uh, shit. Threw you off there that I have a I have a New have Orleans a wing. Saints. You got to, hey, hey, Band on the Run's a fucking jam, dude. Yeah, that is yeah. a jam, yeah. dude. Purple Haze, yeah. So the Saints have to also fly to London, but they went from they they went directly from Charlotte, North Carolina yeah. to London. Inside info, K two shout yeah, out. Yeah. And James is flying with broken backs. I mean, he's yeah, got yeah. multiple yeah. broken yeah. backs. Transverse. They yeah. go over a little turbulence over the Thoracic over the Atlantic Ocean. Fractures. You go over a little turbulence there, it's it's problematic. Kalo, best and worst. I hate flying across the ocean. It's sketchy. As if you wouldn't die in a plane crash over America, like sometimes, especially if it's at night over the ocean, I'm like, we're gonna crash. If by chance I fucking survive, I'm gonna be in the dark dealing with sharks. Bro, have you waves. ever seen Sully? Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Best plane ride. You ever seen Sully. Castaway? <laughs> Castaway was like those Clemson, those Clemson corners Saturday. They were like Tom Hanks and Castaway, just on an island, no help. My best plane ride was the Cincinnati Football Bengals. They win by two plus possessions. Hard to do in this National Football League, especially if you're an un, if you're a winless team. Ooh, Trey Hendrickson, yeah. shout out to Trey Hendrickson. Two sacks, forced fumbles. The guy showing up. He wasn't in the stat column earlier, but mm. you and I talked about this. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, be in the stack com in order to to, to uh, affect the game. To affect the game, but yeah. shout out to Trey. He got on the stack com, and when the defensive linemen are happy on the flight home after a win, we set the tone. It's a party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We set the tone. Worst, worst flight, Raiders. Man, that that's just uh, <sighs> that New England and in, in Josh McDaniels could come out right about now. It's gonna be Ca- tough. We're gonna Cashville. be hitting a lot in uh, in practice. They left Cashville, a, a town with a lot of 
character and charm to go to Vegas. Another me, town with a lot of well, character. Well, you want the you want the charm. day to end. A lot of bachelorette parties in both places. You want That's the right. day to end after a bachelorette loss. Bachelorette bowl. That was the bachelorette yeah. bowl. You know what they say after a loss? Like you're gonna wake up tomorrow. The sun's gonna come up. Well, they just extended their fucking day by going west. Tennessee like, celebrated the bachelorette bowl by almost giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I imagine that a lot of those chicks are like, we're just here for a good time. Yeah. We don't want to close any deals. I don't know about any Were of Were there any fumbles that weren't lost? Strip tease. <laughs> Jeez. That was good. Thanks. Hey. Nice. Up here. Thanks. All right. So worst plane ride, easily the bills, dude. Easily the bills. Talk about there's nothing worse than getting more dehydrated after you play in a sauna and losing and just the way the injuries hurt after a hot game and just the way that stadium was so loud, they could probably hear it on the bus. You know, like when you when you lose a game on the road and it gets really loud at the end, like that, it, you know, when you get Bob Seeger, you know, the echo from the amplifier ringing in his head. Nightmares. You know, he's got he's got fucking heart. Josh Allen has, you know, he's got the dulcet tones of Tua tongue of Iloa in his ear comforting him after the game which had to be emasculating as fuck for a guy like Josh Allen and the crowd noise that was just ringing mm. in his, like that's a tough loss and a tough ride back so yeah I'll give the, the worst to the, to the Buffalo Bills have y'all mentioned a Frank Gore who fell out of the America's team rating mm. America big what have you done for me lately country? Yeah, that's for sure <laughs> you know STL Memorial slash Frank Gore award I talked about Eddie Jackson earlier, but I'm going to talk again about Khalil Herbert. He had six explosive runs, eight first downs. Excelling in You're obscurity. you St. Louis Memorial Awards? You got it. We, we picking one? I'm picked one, the Khalil Herbert. Okay, Khalil I Herbert. I saw Montgomery go down, and I saw I said the only, part, the only part of our offense that I really, <laughs> truly believe in right now is on the sideline, and Herbert comes in again. He's done it time and time again, and he balls. Tyler Lockett. Mm. 18 receptions, nearly 200 yards last two weeks. 11 first downs he's gotten in three games. Okay. That's an underrated stat, 11 first downs. I'm not done. Tyler Lockett turns 30 years old on Wednesday. Happy birthday, Tyler. Go Tyler Lockett. This is the best you'll ever feel. He went to K-State. Shout out K-State. They beat Oklahoma. That's right. In Norman. And uh, and Tyler... um, I hear in that Seattle game, Geno continued to prove that he's the guy, and Cordero Patterson had 100 yards through three quarters. That's right. That's right. And there was a drone. And there was a drone, dude. That's all we need to know about that fucking game. We'll just leave it there. (laughs) And Tyler was the 69th overall pick in the 2015 NFL draft. They find wide receivers, dude. They really do. I mean, they they got a little Steelers, uh, you know, vibe up there, the way they've had good, you know, unheralded guys. Doug, Doug Baldwin. I'm yep. talking about like yeah. more contemporary <laughs> oh, guys. Joey Galloway. Oh, yeah. Decaf. Yeah, yeah. Decaf, yeah. Metcalf. I'll go, yeah, Roquan Smith. Dude, that's a, it's just a gutsy. I really, I come re- put on my serious hat here. And yeah. you've been there, Kyle. Bad teams. Chips are down. Bad two and one teams. Like, you know, the illusion that maybe we're good. But you need those guys to, to play like that, to, to breathe like belief and life into the rest of the team. And for a guy like that to show up to the stadium, not sure he's going to play. And to play with that kind of heart, he really he really fits the city. So fly on the wall, I want Chris Jones. I want to know what the fuck he said. Asshole of the week. I'm going to give oh. this out. I know it's a kind of a new one. You guys might not have seen this. I think it's in the dock. Uh, there was a high school football game read. This kid at the high school football game 
makes it on the field, which is not hard in high school football, right? He's he's kind of like he's rushing the field in the middle of the game. He's not streaking. He's got a fucking flag. It says, I eat ass. <laughs> he's running across the field, right? And this hero is headed to this 10-foot wall. He throws the flag over the wall. He jumps up. He's scaling the wall. So he eats ass, and he's like a fucking American Ninja Warrior. Uh, but this this high school coach, who's doing like a, he's booking it like a 4-8 behind this guy, hawking him down, and slams him into the ground, like head first into the track that runs around the field. And I'm just saying, man. Oh, we got it right here on the thing. Yeah. This guy's that. the asshole of the week. The coach is the ass. All the guy's saying is he eats ass. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. like, look, angle look at, of pursuit. Got, and this coach is just, he watch him. But watch how hard he slams oh. him onto the ground. Oh, that's shit. unnecessary. Oh, gonna be eating, goodness. gonna be eating ass through a straw now, buddy. And the sideline goes absolutely fucking crazy when this coach finally I makes it. it. He dropped his playbook. He said, "My plan is out the window, and I'm making an angle of attack here." I love the punctuation on that flag. Why are the kids excited? They don't eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like not ass eaters, not man. Not once. I eat ass. Around. I we... eat ass. Period. Was the was the <laughs> flag. Yes. The right yeah, way. It's capital Some closure. I. So that's that's a good way to end the show. Unless you guys got any other Miller Lite mentions. I mean, I have several, but uh, I'm not gonna... asshole of the week is the guy that won't let. Okay, the, yeah. I'll give it to Trent Sherfields. Kyle, once again, really good on CBS. Really good on CBS. Great on Greenlight Game Pop. ball. I'm giving the game ball to Kyle Long. Thank you. Oh, uh, Cam Robinson and Juwan Taylor to sound smart. Okay. You guys happy to see the Pro Bowl go? Yes. Yeah, I mean, skills competition would be infinitely more entertaining. And I can at least do some content out of that. I can't even do content out of the game they play now. I want, I want to go on record and say that I would really enjoy to see the superstars of our game do an American, not American Ninja Warrior, American I would love to see the superstars of our game do an American Gladiator of years past type event. I'm talking Patrick Mahomes at the tennis ball uh, tennis ball shooter thing and receivers trying to get across and then maybe Aaron Donald on, on, a, on a tower having a, some kind of uh, fight with you know what I'm saying like yeah. oars with pads on the end I think it would be awesome I agree I think the NFL might hire you they already have Chris. yeah uh, take care we'll be back Wednesday with maybe one of the best pass rushers in the game but who also might have lost this week and maybe he doesn't want to come on so I don't want to say who it is Nicole Auerbach is joining us uh, we're going to do college football every week if you're ready to talk about Jamie's football win over the former America's team, App State, you've come to the right place. So as promised every week, Nicole Auerbach, we, we got her right back with us. She's going to talk to us about college football. Uh, I feel like the season's almost, I mean, what are we, uh, over a third of the way home now? Or we're just approaching yeah. a third of the way home now. So it's freaking flying by. Scott Van Pelt said it the other day. He said, cherish it because it really does move fast how are you how was saturday i'm good i am also getting sad about that it's like oh great finally conference play and then you realize that you are already a third of the way through uh i, I feel like there was a, a little bit of a hangover for some of these teams i mean like coming off of big ones last week and there were smuggling games stayed up late trying to find usc oregon state yeah. that was that was how the night ended um because i do not have pac network so it was it was an interesting one. Um, I think we learned some stuff about some of these teams and are still waiting on others. But 
we are thriving. I've become an energy drink person to get through these Saturdays. Um, I know you do marathons on Sundays, so you know. What's the, the, the energy drink of choice? Okay, so I, uh, Chris Budden, who's sideline reporter at ESPN, got me on Celsius, which is this, I think it's like a natural drink. It's kind of like a tea. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. And then I'll alternate between that. And then there's Alani New. They have these energy drinks that yeah. have a bunch of different flavors. So, yeah, unfortunately, definitely way worse for my health, but I have become one of these energy drink people. As a guy who can't drink coffee, um, uh, admittedly, and I hate to say this, I've started on those little Zen things you've seen a bunch of dudes tweeting about, you know, the, mm. the, the little nicotine vessels. That's my coffee. That's my energy drink. So I'll have to try those, though. That sounds healthier. Okay, Nicole, like, who's affected uh, the most when it comes to your confidence in them based on yesterday's close win? Oof, that is a good question. Um, okay, I was not that concerned about Georgia. Right. I feel like they have shown us enough that they're allowed to have a clunker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I let's say Michigan. I don't. I don't really feel like it was that close, but I, I see where people were. You know, JJ McCarthy had his moments where he looked young, he looked inexperienced, he looked new. But uh, you know, I, I think that game went ultimately about how I how I said. I, I think next week when they play Iowa, that's where we could have some cause for concern. Um, I'm definitely concerned about Oklahoma because they lost. Right. Um, I think they were like a team that I had in my top ten overall. I'm definitely concerned about USC. That's probably the team I'm most concerned about coming out of this because this is, this feels like such a Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma team where they had this high powered offense and then they ran into someone in a weird place. It's kind of their Iowa state. Like they're every conference stealing a line from my editor, Eric, every conference has an Iowa state and Oregon state is that team in the PAC 12. But like the offense really struggled. Um, obviously it came through right at the very end to save the game, but it was the defense that kept them in the game. They forced the turnovers. Like I, be- I, I believe more in the defense, but where is that toughness? Where is that? Like some of those Oklahoma teams were, were soft and yeah. it feels like having a performance like that, nearly losing, it, it just wasn't what I was hoping to see out of USC. Maybe they turn it around. Maybe this is what they needed, but I, I just was, very concerned about just how kind of quickly that offense turned off and that it took so long for them to really fight and get the win at the end. Listen, Wake Forest poses a very unique challenge, but I watched that Clemson game closely and I kind of wonder what you make of that. I mean, it felt like those corners, they just couldn't get them help because of the way they hold yeah. that mesh. And that was one of the most striking things about the Clawson and that group. They just pose such a unique challenge do you worry about Clemson playing them close or you just chalk it up to that's a really tough top 25 team and Sam Hartman's real good. He was gutsy yesterday. What do you think about Clemson coming off that game? Well, my first question is for you as someone who played, like when you watch that offense in particular, is it cool and interesting? Is it frustrating? Like what, what is that slow mesh like to watch? It's frustrating when you have Clemson, you know, (laughs) you bet on Clemson and you're like, get this corner (laughs) some help. But then you realize that they physically can't, because if you're going to help him, they're going to just, they're, they're going to run the ball down your throat. And, uh, it's a numbers game. And, you know, I think the one thing that Clemson could have done maybe at times a little bit better was win their one-on-ones. And eventually they did at the end of the game. But like that would have been what you had to do. And that was what you could bank on for Clemson in the past to to be able to pull away from that team was like, that's the X factor. If you can beat guys one on one up front, 
then you're okay. But they are they're a fun team. I don't know what their ceiling is, but if the if the QB plays like he played yesterday, and we know the guy, it feels like he's been around a while. Um, they they're fun, and they can play with almost anybody. It was a weird game because it flipped all of the ways that we've seen them win games with DJ for the most part, yeah. except for that Notre Dame game. I mean, if you had given me his stat line, shown me some of those deep balls, I would have thought they would have blown out Wake Forest. But like the defense was so suspect and they, they've had some injuries, but it was such a weird way to see Clemson win a game yeah. that that was pretty jarring, I, especially because of the way they they really owned Wake Forest over Dabo's whole tenure and even like last year's team when we thought Wake was really good so it, it killed me for Sam Hartman I mean he played so yeah. so well and yeah. I, the, the good part was I did see a lot of the draft guys talking about just how many scouts and people front office folks will be watching that tape of Sam Hartman but um but yeah I, I feel like you did learn something about Clemson's offense that it can exist that it can be explosive that DJ can throw those yeah. balls which we hadn't seen um but yeah now i'm concerned about the defense i don't really know what to make of them I, you know they've got nc state next week these two games if they win them both they're in the driver's seat for the atlantic again so yeah. like after all this and all this hand wringing over them we may just be back in the same place where they win the acc so who, who knows but i think between this week and next week we'll have a much better idea somebody texted me they were like uh you didn't know you were betting against andrew luck did you because like <laughs> Hartman, I feel like, is is going to surprise some people as we approach, you know, April and people talking about, you know, a draft heavy quarterback class, quarterback heavy draft class rather, and he's one that people kind of just forget about. I think a lot of people chalk it up to the system, but he makes a lot of throws. So, and a great beard. The guy's got a great beard. Oh. We, we love Hartman, dude, on this yes. podcast. I, I hated rooting against him. How about, um, you know, uh, what's the best quarterback redemption story? so far this year because i feel like a few of them we were talking offline and you mentioned there's a bunch of guys that have been written off by their fan bases and now they're kind of they're back in the mix and, and they're having success yeah it's it's a great example of the bit of the transfer portal when everyone was all fear-mongering before it came in i mean you see guys michael Penix jr was hurt a lot at indiana frustrated that fan base with with a lot of picks and inopportune times, he's having a great season. Washington is undefeated. Yeah. Um, he's playing better than he ever did actually. Even when he was healthy at Indiana, Adrian Martinez though, might be the best story because yeah. he was blamed for so much at Nebraska. And some of it was on him. He did have a lot of turnovers that cost him games sometimes, but what a life upgrade to get to leave Nebraska, which obviously already fired Scott Frost already still dysfunctional go to Kansas state. They, they lost a week ago, but you just saw Oklahoma totally destroy Nebraska, yeah. your old school, that fan base that was frustrated with you. You have the game of your life. I love the bow as a celebration. Like that was just an incredible one at the end when he knew the game was wrapped up, but just an incredible individual performance. Hendon hooker going from Virginia tech to Tennessee yeah. Also a great one, a great story. He's also playing like these guys are playing better than they ever did at their old place. Love, and it's such a great, great story. Love Hooker having success in Tennessee and not in Blacksburg. I mean, <laughs> just love that. And so, yeah, like I'm happy for all these guys, and I'm happy for college football because it feels like you were watching Tennessee, Florida yesterday. And although Tennessee kind of had the game at arm's length, like Florida wouldn't go away. It's a it's a fun game again. Like, it's been a fun game, but these are two pretty good teams. They're talented teams, and Tennessee's ceiling, we're yet to find out what that is. So how about Kansas not being ranked? Okay, this is what I'm very, very upset about. 
for weeks. We're like making it a meme, right? But it's like rank coward, right? Yeah. Rank Kansas cowards, like do it. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like this is such a brand name issue. The fact that they're not ranked yet based on what we've actually seen them do. Duke is a good team this year. Yeah. That was a good win, but they also resoundingly beat Houston, the win at West Virginia. Like these are wins. If any other team had them, but had a bigger name, they would already have been ranked. I mean, Miami was still ranked last weekend. And yeah, it's yeah. part of the reason like the middle, the middle upset was like a ranked upset, but it's so frustrating because again, any, anyone else, they would already be ranked and they are one of the more exciting and fun offenses like Jalen Daniels is great. We're having a lot of fun watching him, but what a great story. And it just feels like it takes these teams so much longer to get their respect. And I was frustrated. The coaches didn't rank them. And then the AP voters didn't rank them. And like, are people not watching? There's not that many teams that have been fairly consistent over the first month of the season. And Kansas actually is one. And what is it? What's the harm? Like what if they were in the twenties? It means a lot. I, I, I this stuff just bothers me so much. Cause like they've actually earned it if you watch them play and people just aren't picking them. But if they were, if they were Miami, if they were Florida state, I mean, we would be talking about them so differently because they would have already been right. It's the truth. And you know, we've got some JMU folks in, in, uh, in the house, uh, that work for green light. Uh, I, there was like a, Hey, why the hell aren't we ranked? Is that a fair question? I mean, all of this is, and, and JMU, I mean, like they're not bowl eligible because the yeah. first year in FBS, there's so many dumb pieces yeah. to yeah. some of this stuff, but it's yeah. like peel behind the curtain, like AP voters. It's a lot of people who cover different teams. So they're probably at a game and then they're just looking at box scores and then certain team names don't jump out to them or they just kind of move people up and down. But it sucks. That it seems sucks ridiculous. Because it's not accurately. That's, That's how it works, though. They should yeah. they should let guys and gals sitting there Saturday on their couch rank these teams. I feel like people on Twitter watch more college football than the people you're describing. Couch right. poll, and you, yeah, and and they'll tell you that too because it's so hard to watch everything or yeah. catch up on everything when you're at a game. Yeah, but that's just how it's always worked, and so. But again, you would think that like the Kansas story would have like crossed over would yeah. have been something yeah. that we all would have seen, but you know, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. And um, again, like it's sort of like Clemson started the season probably way higher than they should have. And yeah. again, they haven't lost. They look good at times, but it's brand name stuff. I mean, that's why they were top five or top 10 or wherever they began. So it's frustrating and I really hope that Kansas just keeps winning and then everyone will have to rank them. I'm frustrated for Lawrence. I'm frustrated for Harrisonburg and, uh, and maybe next week for those two, two programs. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Yep. Anytime. Looking forward to chatting next week. Yep. See you next week. 